Let's get started. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. I'm transmitting live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Right. the underground world, every street and world. You may learn something. Experience. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar. No. We are the Joe Rogan Experience. Oh, man. Experience. Been too long. Run it back. Could you clap me again? <laughs> Just, no, I'm leaving. I'm leaving that in. That's great. This is great fodder. Uh, mm-hmm. All right, here we go. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience. Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Mad Floyd. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience. Experience. My name is Matt Floyd. Joined as always by Kamar. Welcome to the party. And Simon. What's going on? What we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We're going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. And then we're going to talk about each guest's, uh, the talking points, give our opinions, this, that, and the next. Kamar, how was your week? I had a good week. Do you guys know what popcorn ceiling is? We've done this. Yeah, you've already done this. No way. Yeah. Like, a month ago, you removed popcorn ceiling. But Very did, difficult. But I didn't know about Do you know what it is? It's styrofoam and sometimes asbestos. And they call it acoustic. It used to often be asbestos, yeah. And it, it, they call it acoustic ceiling because it dampens the sound in the room. So do you think you got like asbestos poisoning or something? I don't know, but I'm doing another job and it was... Well, you're on, supposed to be wearing line. a mask at work anyway. So. Well, what we do is we soak it now and it comes off just like... I think you have to wear like a... Yeah, a real mask. But I'm saying at the bare minimum, he should be wearing... Like when it, asbestos is disturbed... Oh, I know. They have to like get guys oh in no yeah if it, if it is asbestos you gotta shut the whole thing down and get specialism okay it's well. like if you find a mammoth bone there's no more work the other thing is uh i was driving down isabella and <laughs> bank street yep. you know across the clock tower there yep. and there's a homeless guy with three dogs and i, I was, give money to him all the time i was wondering do those dogs know they're destitute no apparently <laughs> Because I've given him dog food before and all sorts of stuff. And one time he told me, these dogs eat better than anybody yeah. else at the end Harvey's. of the night. We give them Harvey's patties. And I'm thinking to myself, like, you think that's good for the dog. It's terrible for the dog. Take this dog food. You know what I mean? But but just to you, we're talking about dogs, their lifespan or whatever. They don't know if they're living the good life or the bad life, right? I think in those dogs' case, he takes, you know, he's one of those homeless guys that loves those fucking dogs. I'm not saying they're living better than Paris Hilton's dog. Uh, they're, well, they're not, but they don't know that they could. Do I, that's what I'm better. saying. I no. think my dogs know they're living better than those dogs. I'm not being facetious here. I'm like, you just give that much love. Well, there are nights I'm sure where these dogs maybe are sleeping outside. There are nights where maybe he doesn't get to Harvey's. Maybe he doesn't have a good day begging for money. Like yeah. my dogs eat. My dogs are warm. They don't have to it's worry true. about that. There's no, you know. Yeah, we also have small retarded dogs. Dog's life. Regardless, it doesn't. I'm just saying, it, his dogs might fare better at night in the cold. Oh, I also forgot. Shout out to Libya and Yemen. Did you see that email? No. We're number one in Libya and oh, Yemen. Fuck. Yeah, I saw yeah. <laughs> the most war-torn countries. <laughs> I see someone starving and the shells going off, but at least we have the podcast. Unreal. But uh, thank you for listening. And also, uh, I got a message from uh, Jonathan Jackson, who said he's listening to the podcast entirety for the third time. Front to back? I don't know whether to be flattered or concerned, but he mentioned that Simon gave Killer Mike a five. 
That's impossible. Get the that, fuck out of impossible. here. That's what he said. Uh, I mean, I, I can't oh, go I'm back gonna, to look. I, no, I'm going back to look for sure. I but, have all um, the info on when that I, would I be. I thought that was an interesting detail. That would be interesting. And I, that I, is a fucking wildly already? interesting wow. I think I remember you really liked Killer Mike. Oh, I definitely really like Killer Mike. I really like Killer Mike. So uh, thank you for the... Um, Wow, what a great Research little tidbit. There, Jonathan Jackson. Is there tobacco in these? Of course there's tobacco oh, I'm in these. Sorry. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. You just smoked a cigarette. I'm saying. I don't care. I'm just asking. But that's Simon, how week. was your week? Uh, my week was fine. Don't you need to do something? There's nothing to do. The Patreons, he does that gotcha. after. Oh. But even then, there's no. Um, my week was fine. Yeah. i uh, busy. and uh, So I wake up at four in the morning all the time. That's like my internal clock. Mm-hmm. And those are the worst hours, like 4 till 6.30. It's still like pitch black outside. I don't think my body even knows it's like... I love 4 to 6. You can be productive, but that's your bedtime. Yeah. Um, I I went down a huge rabbit hole of primate documentaries. I was telling Matt yesterday, like, I started with the chimps who hunt the monkeys. Okay. You know, Joe's favorite. Mm -hmm. That's like a famous group of chimps that live wherever. And that was the first ones they noticed doing this thing. And these monkey hunting chimps also have this, because they each have like territories, right? So there'll be a dominant male. And then he has like a crew of like bruiser chimps, you know, who are his like uh, bodyguard type dudes. But all of those guys are vying for his spot. So he has to be friends with them, but can never like put his guard down. Meanwhile, they go out on these like patrols where they walk single file along the border of their territory, just waiting to try and find a male from another group by himself, at which point they beat him to death. It's a really like... Humanistic, you mean? It's so... That's why I got stuck on... Then I watched um, mountain gorillas, baboons, the snow monkeys, all sorts of different things. But it's because they're so human. Like... It's we're like them. Interesting. The traits that we show, like um, love and jealousy and uh, trust, and like all of that exists in nature. In nature, but in primates, it's so recognizable to us. Like it probably exists in wolf culture too, but we don't notice it because because we're not direct relatives of them. Well, and they're they're doing things that we don't traits that we don't even pick up on. Whereas the primates, you can spot them. You can see in their face when the woman chimp leaves, leaves with another chimp, how bum they are. Forlorn. You know? Yeah. It's just, it's crazy. man. Anyways. So that's, that's so close I, yet. So that's far what away. I did. How was your week? It, well, it was good. He watched monkey not documentaries. What, at not four what in the morning did your week day. consist of at four in the that's morning? That's what it consisted of. Uh, did you get your PlayStation there, Matt? No, not a bad week. I guess. Oh, I saw Matt's place. Speaking of PlayStation, may I? Go nuts. Um, it's so ugly. The new PlayStation is so ugly. Like, not just A Matt's. design bomb. Yes, yeah, it's, it's only as, mine. He has yeah. the same as everyone else. But it is so stupid looking. It's like white with waves and, oh, it's really bad. I always, Forget that. It's fucking huge. So huge. But I always kind of like, I've been a PlayStation guy. Don't like Xbox. <laughs> never will. When Xbox would come out with like the one, it was always stupid looking and uh, PlayStation sleek and just normal. And this time they just like, they got like a new Steve Jobs in there or something. It was just like, we're, we're changing the they fucking. They threw it all away. I will say, Simon, when it's on and the lights are off, 
because I'm sure you didn't notice because the lights were on, but like there's a light bar at the top and the bottom of the wave that goes around the whole thing. Okay. So like in the dark, it's it looks cool. It looks, when like you it looks somewhat a UFO. Cool. Yeah, you know what I mean. It has like I don't they know. They should have just made it look like a UFO instead of like I find they tried to make it look like the old Xbox, the last one that came out. I think what they were trying to do is make it impossible for you to repair the thing. Oh, you definitely cannot repair it. That's what right? I'm saying. Yeah. Well, there's no screws or anything? There are, but like think about a PlayStation 4. It was like a, a brick, a square. So you just you knew where the screws were, and as long as you could get as long as you were willing to void the warranty, you could pop the thing open and potentially go to work on it. This thing just looks like you're like, I'm never gonna get this thing back together. And it's got a little tiny base like this that kind of sits. Yeah. And everything's round and like molded. If it falls, it just like, you know, it's not hard edges. Yeah. Interesting. Anyways. Anyway, my week was whatever. Thought yes, Kamara, I did not get my PlayStation 5. Thank you. But looking for a big Vikings win today. Somebody's so. on the clock. No, I spoke to India. They're like, so six, 16th <laughs> to the 18th, without a doubt. <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay, bud. <laughs> yeah, I was like, listen, I ordered this thing September 16th. Anyway, let's get into the week. Back to three Back to three this week, Kamara. Oh, almost two. Almost two. Why almost two? Well, the, the last one was came out like late Friday, I believe. Okay, I see what you're saying. Uh, yeah. I think they recorded early, though, because Joe had a UFC. Interesting week. UFC and all those shows with Dave. Um, we started off 1575. Old Billy Burr back in the house. Then we had uh, National Geographic reporter 1576, Mariana Van Zellers. Zeller. I had this And we finished off with our third astronaut of the podcast, I believe. Of the year, you mean? No, there's been three astronauts on the podcast. The Canadian. Oh, period. Oh. What's his face? And the guy looked like a plumber. Uh, 1577, Terry Verts. The guy who looked like a plumber. I think he was the space plumber. Vert skater, I think he was. A handyman. All right. Well, uh, do we want to rate it? Yeah, yeah. I, Did you have to look at the board for that? <laughs> I can't even see because of the giant the shark. shark. <laughs> there's literally a giant shark in the room. That's how we roll. Yeah. Uh, I give the week a three and a half. Hmm. Yeah, I think that math works out. It's leaning towards a four. Good week. Like every guest, was, I love Bill Burr. The other two I knew nothing about. Both had a lot of fun stuff to talk about. I think so. it's a three and a half too. Kind of between a three and a half and a four. Yeah. Yeah. Seven, yeah. Five. I feel that. Because like I, I kind of want to give each one of them a four, but I'm like, it didn't. The weird thing is when I say a four, I'm like, the week didn't seem like a four listening to it. You see, Bill doesn't get a four for me, but no, I does. agree. Sure Bill doesn't know. either. Bill, but get, I Bill love gets Bill. a three. It was so, also a very short podcast. Bill gets I don't even a know three. If Bill gets that. I have yeah, to give Bill a three on just status alone. I don't. Okay, fair and enough. And then, so either way, I'm going with three and a half. Three and a half. I'm with you. Three It'll work half. out in the wash. I don't think it does. We have an agreement. It never agreement. works out in the wash. All right. Well, uh, let's start her off. Fifteen seventy-five. William Burr. William. Oh yeah, I should have known that. Eh? Bill Burr. Wilfred <laughs> Burr. Sorry. Billy, old Billy Rednuts. I found this podcast was sort of a throwaway. They didn't have to happen. Well, he obviously was just in Austin doing that show yeah. and dropped by, and it was an hour and a half, and it was just sort of... But isn't that what we want? Comic talk. We just want comedians stopping by. I mean, that's what I want this show to be again, is just comedians in town stopping by. I don't care if it's an hour and a half. Well, okay, there could have been a bunch of comedians since like Bill Burr was on a couple months ago. Sure. I mean, I have nothing against Bill Burr. I know you don't. There's nothing in this. I get it. He's not selling a book. He's not pushing a special. They were just shooting the shit, talking about uh, reminiscing. You see, the problem is, you know, when you get together with your friends from 
high school. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's most of my friends anyways. But, you know, people you don't see all the time. You have nothing to talk about but the same old shit. You just end up talking about the same stories over and And that's fine because you don't remember that you've talked about those stories because they're great stories and you love them. But, but your wife the is sitting audience. there. audience, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, I think this could have just been a dinner between two old friends and not record it. So that's why the drop-ins. But still, there was some good takeaway. There was some funny stuff. Like, I, when Bill Burr was like, everyone wants to be on four drinks, fuck that hit home. That hit home so hard. Because I thought about it and I was like, yeah, that's when I am my best me. And you think four more will just get better. But but that's it. But if, if there was a way, if, if, if the fifth drink was like Ipecac, that would be the fucking the way purge. to do it. Well, you could just chug a liter of water. Yeah, but you know that doesn't... Like, you know how the mind works when you're drunk. You're like, well, I don't it, need it a liter of water. Did yeah, somebody exactly once it. tell you that, like, four drink Matt was your best you? No, I'm thinking you're back. you're basing that on, like, being drunk. And I think no, no, because that's not ev- me drunk. Everybody. I think that's the difference is that's me on the cusp. Because they actually scientifically, Simon, they tested it. And they say that most people with, like, a little bit of alcohol in them are better at most things. And then once you have another one or two, it drops off so fucking hard. Dramatically. But scientifically speaking, you are just cuz again, your inhibitions are you're you're a little bit looser, you know, we, like do you do you remember you know what I mean? Like when you've had two or three drinks, you just feel like you're just that little bit better. You know what my problem is? I've never had when I was in high school I drank a lot and that was no problem. But like as I got older, I my uh, tolerance didn't go up. I think it went down. You know what I mean. So, it just takes me less to get drunk. I don't drink beer anymore. So you mean like one drink? I, for I'm trying, you, yeah, I'm yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. figure out. See, that was the thing. Is yeah, sure. Tolerance is an issue. Because four seems like a lot, right? Like to me, I'm already drunk. Fair and enough. I cannot drive, and I cannot. Uh, okay. Y- you know what well, I'm no saying? So then one drink, drink Simon. No one should drive. So one drink Simon is the best Simon. <laughs> no one. Exactly. Okay. One so drink four Simon. drinks, Matt, is because towards the end, I had a super high tolerance, but my hangovers were crippling. I never got hungover. Oh, Even when I drank a lot. You're so lucky. Mickey Mantle, Gene. Well, which is weird because you'd think then I'd make that my crutch of choice because I didn't have to deal with the side effects, but no. Yeah, I, I hate being drunk. You. I don't like it at all. You're forgetting too, Simon, that for years, when everyone went home or to an after party, I sat at a fully stocked bar till 6 a.m. and just got fucking shit-faced. The good old days. Well, what do you mean? Well, I mean, the... like, we would drink all night with everyone else. Not as hard as them, right? Because we're working. Yeah. But once the bar shut down yeah. and 3 a.m. rolled around, like Ritual is a great example, and I'll throw it under the bus because no one's listening. Who cares? It was a basement. There were no windows. Like, there was no way a cop or a liquor inspector could potentially... Like, Babylon had the potential where if a liquor inspector walked by at 4 a.m. and caught the blinds maybe ajar a little bit, we could have been shut down. But at Ritual, there was no fucking... And there's no way to know that it's sun's up. Oh, that was the other part, too. Yeah, so, like, I I remember falling asleep at Ritual and waking up to Graham poking me and being like, dude, you got to open the bar. Oh, the whole... <laughs> Yeah, dude, like, so, well, that's you know, good, like, That's a good understanding, boss. Some jobs, <laughs> well, that's for a sure. dismissible offense. Oh, well, that was the other thing, yeah. I was like, anywhere else I'd be fired, but. It's funny talking about drinks, because I think the main focus of this was a big uh, Burt Kreischer dick-sucking session. They really, they really poured out the love with no mention of the special. 
So I wonder if they haven't seen it or Nobody his talks. new special, right? That's no, no, the cabin, the cabin. Oh, the cabin. Okay, yeah. there is no news. The new special is Hey Big Boy, and there it, is a new special. That's yeah, but that already dropped. We had like seen a that. long time yeah. ago. It's the one after Secret Time. You haven't yeah, seen Hey Big, Big, Big Boy. Hey Big Boy. We've seen it. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. It just wasn't as good as Secret Time. I didn't. I don't know. think so. It was yeah. sort of telegraphed. Yeah. It felt. I found it more corny. I found Secret Time more like. Well, Bert says Secret Time was his best. Yeah. By by a long shot. Did you see his Vlad interview? Nobody talks. I deny. I can't support Vlad. <laughs> oh, Vlad is a parasite. Nobody talks about uh, that special except for Ari. Uh, the he cabin. He's the only one who has the balls to do it. And I, I think he was supposed to be on it, eh? And, and that's the why the network nixed it. Because of Kobe? I don't know. Mm, interesting. I, I mean, I don't know that for sure either. Simon, let me tell It's actually funny you mention that because in the Vlad interview... Who's um, this Vlad guy? Sorry, just before you DJ go Vlad. Is okay, a, yes, I know. Sorry, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, I know. Um, he's sort of in the Adam Twenty Two. Yeah, yeah. I would give out. No, no. Interviewing I'm so, him. Yeah, yeah. So done with. Oh, okay. Dude, <laughs> do not come full Vlad, circle. Okay, Vlad, fair enough. But you just got into it. No, it didn't take long. Did you decide whether you like him in a beard or shaven? <laughs> Definitely in a beard. <laughs> Point being, so Vlad, Vlad was asking him about the Tracy Morgan story, and. So Bert retells it, and in the retelling, Bert's like, "I want, I want to make this very clear. Tracy Morgan has been adamant that this never happened, ever." I've heard that. And then Bert's like, "However, I was there. Other people were there. <clears throat> this should definitely happen." But at the end of the story, he goes on to say, "Listen, I actually wish I had never told the story." And he says, "Because I realized from telling the story that there's certain stories that should just be left in the green room of comedy rooms." And he was like, "You shouldn't do dirt with the people. You shouldn't talk dirt about the people you do dirt with." He wasn't big enough at the time when he tell the story. Yeah, but what he was also saying is like, "There's there's a thing in comedy where maybe no matter how bad someone's special is, you just fucking, it's just you just that's part of the process. You let it fly. Behind you don't talk doors, shit. That's what I'm. Yeah, maybe that's it. And that's why maybe a guy like Brendan Schaub didn't get that same respect. Well, he talks shit, his own shit about it. He's acknowledges mm -hmm. dog shit, right? Yeah. Which Fair was interesting because Bill Burr. Talked about some guy who kind of was, hey, what's going on? And then it was, um, he realized this comedian had tried to cancel another comedian and dismissed him. Okay, you're going to have to start that whole thing again. Yeah, I missed, I missed that too. Sorry. Say that one more time. Bill, I'm somewhat with you. Bill Burr was talking about comics who have shot on other comics. Okay. Okay. In the recent past. And yeah. they went up to him and were like, hey, what's on? And he's like, fuck you, man. Like, Good for Bill. Don't, don't forget people who throw people under the bus, like you're saying. But that's my point is that's why I think they're like, listen, Bert's, he's trying to feed his family. I'm sure they're all behind the, I'm, I guarantee you in the green room, they're all like breaking his fucking balls about it. Yeah. I uh, watched the, I agree that. I watched a couple of uh, two bears, one cave. It's and such I, a good I've podcast. never been a great, a big fan. Uh, I just never watched it very much. It's so. fucking hilarious. It's pretty funny. He, uh, Bert just cannot control himself. Like he starts telling stories. And laughing and at himself, you The mean? best is- No, things he probably shouldn't be saying. Yeah, it's oh. because- And then he like realizes he shouldn't be saying it. He's like, oh, fuck it. And dude, but like, dude- You know what it is? It's the Tom is the perfect pry bar. Yes, yeah. Or Bert, he, totally. knows exactly, he, knows dig, yeah. he knows exactly what to say to get him to spill some weird beans where he's like, you, you don't shower, you just and get Bert, in your pool. Bert's drinking, right? All the time. Yeah, no, this is what I mean. So it's like the ultimate truth serum pry bar situation. I agree. Like Bert was gloating about running a thousand miles in 2020. And 
Tom's like, you drink four liters of Kool Aid a day, <laughs> like he's because he, uh, yeah, I don't know. I love that podcast. In yeah, the, it is. It in the funny. Vlad uh, interview, did they talk about Jay Moore? I didn't watch the whole thing. Oh, okay. that's an Vlad, interesting story. It's a two-hour interview. Well, the whole Bert and Jay, Jay Moore, Moore is yeah. a whole interesting. Yeah, thing. yeah. No, I heard, uh, I heard him talking about it on uh, maybe fucking Tiger Belly or one of those. Uh, well, Chappelle mentions, he doesn't mention the guy by name, but Chappelle mentions that when he was a young comic, um, some comedian like stole his joke. Like the guy came up and was like, I'll give you 50 bucks for that joke. And he said, I just no. got to use it for this one thing. And Chappelle was like, all right, fine, whatever. So the guy used it once. And then Chappelle was going on the next week. And this guy was on before him and did the joke. And Chappelle was like, dude, what? And he's like, oh, well, I mean, you know, now it's like my joke. I mean, I'm just going to do the joke. And Dave was like that from that moment forward. Like that was Jay Moore. No, no, <laughs> that was Dave Chappelle, and that moment has led up to this Netflix, this Netflix thing. The whole point gotcha. I'm saying, though, is like everyone, I think everyone in comedy has a story like that of someone mm -hmm. kind of either mm -hmm. doubling back or... Well, especially when you hear what dicks some of those um, big hitters were back yeah. in like the 90s, and you're like, of course, they were treating all those people like shit. Of course, they were stealing jokes also. Like, what were you going to do? But you think about Ellen too, right? Like she was a stand-up comedian. You have to assume she was probably a piece of shit back then too. Yeah. But look at like Mencia. Like he, you know, I've seen interviews where he was like, yeah, of course I was stealing material. I was in the back of the room with a pencil. And if you were up there, you're fucking. I'm taking it. Yeah. It's mine. You know, like. Yeah. But that, should, that guy should be strung and or hung and quartered in the back. Fuck. Guys who. Um, well, he up, is socially. Guys who I mean, went still up works, I think. for I three still hours rich too. at the comedy store. Well, other people were being waiting. Bummed. That, that's the same mentality, man. Like it's not, it's stealing time. You know what I mean? It, the, that's so important to those comedians. It's the same thing. But that I was disagree. Steal, I'm sorry. Go ahead. That was a weird thing because it's more like, um, it's going to be a weird analogy, but say you get molested and then you <laughs> molest. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's, yeah. That, that hurt happens, people, right? hurt people. Yeah. yeah. So you're coming up, this guy screwed you. It, it was just a cycle that had to be broken, which I believe it is now, but like it was Dane Cook, Eddie Griffin. It wasn't just like Dennis Leary, Dice Clay did it. Yeah, no, I feel like it was this, it's this oh, lack of that, yeah. respect and that same lack of respect is what would allow you to like steal a joke from one of your peers because you don't consider them your peers, right? Because they're, I think it's a combination of desperation. Open too. micers. I mean, you could make an argument, Diablo Avocado, you could make an argument that you know, the best, maybe in their heads, they were like, the, the way that I work out the best material is just spending a stupid amount of time on stage. Because yeah, you would agree that the most time on stage is how you get the best, right? It's unfortunate that they thinking I've got to take three hours. I agree. It's not great. Consider, I know you said the avocado and, and agreed if you could do three hours a night, you're going to get way better. Yeah. Regardless than if you do it once every three months. Simon, I'm not saying it's right either. I'm just saying in their heads, they might've justified it. Like, I mean, that's just a weird argument. Like then you could justify a lot of things. You know what I mean? Well, just again, you're, also, you're selfish. Yeah. You can just, but again, if you're selfish too, you're also justifying it by like you're saying, being like, well, the less time they have, the more eyes I have on me. And, and it happened to me or like, you don't know someone's personal situation. Maybe they really need to succeed. Like, do anything it takes, morally correct or not. You brought up the best point, and this is, I think, a problem in that the world. Every day. The problem in the world is that attitude of like it happened to me. Yes, yes, yes. Every, like when you, anyone who's worked in a kitchen knows that the head chef is most likely going to be a fucking asshole. 
and you ask them why, and they're like, oh, well, the guy I came up with was a fucking asshole. And you ask that guy, and they're like, well, and, and it's if you go back far enough, it's because some chef. Hockey. I mean, just take any situation. Hazings. Sure. I mean, there's things that. Yeah, you have to go through, and it's like, oh, well, I had to go through it, so you have to go the through toxic it. Toxic masculinity. I'm sure, I'm sure it happens a few months too. It was funny when uh, Bill was talking about how it used to be acceptable, like if someone was sort of going off, smacking them and say, snap out of it. Well, that's assault now. It would be handled, but you just used to be, shut up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can you yeah. apologize for me slapping the face? I, th- I think that was a better time. If you watch F is for family. Yeah, his dad will throw, I'll put you through if, the fucking if wall. If that has any bearing on <clears throat> Bill's like upbringing, then yeah, that's where he came from for sure. His dad, who doesn't watch his movies. That was hilarious. Yeah. That was so funny. Sees him in what? What did he see him in? I can't remember. The stand-up guys, I think it was. That was it, yeah, stand-up guys. That was really funny. With Pacino and Walken. He talked about uh, deathbeds. (coughs) What about them? I know you would never like to think about that. Deathbed confessionals. Or or your last words or whatever you said. He said that the one guy who had, like, done a ton of shit, like, had lived, like, a full, livid life, was on his deathbed and apparently uttered his last words were, like, so much time wasted. And he didn't mention who it was. And after a little research on the internet, we found out it was David Cassidy. So he made it sound like it was a stand-up. David Cassidy, I thought, died hanging himself in auto auto asphyxiation. Auto's that thing. Auto erotic asphyxiation. Oh, that might be uh, Michael Hutchinson. No, no, that is definitely David Cassidy. Yeah, he's right from uh, Highlander. No, no, that's David uh, Carradine. Oh, David Carradine. That's who it was. Yeah. What did you say? David Cassidy from the Partridge Kid. Partridge family. family Sorry, yeah. My best. I'm, yeah, I'm all fucked up with David's. Ask Siri, she'll tell you. No, I don't. No. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> that will always be like it's annoying, but I, I think it keeps you hooked. Is when they tell a story and don't don't mention a name or something. Again, though, I understand that. Well, just watch Two Bears One Cave. You'll get all the names you need. <laughs> they don't edit it out. No, he doesn't give a fuck, man. Like. And even if he doesn't say the name, he pretty much tells you, you know, it's a redhead comedian who starred on uh, four shows, maybe one of them with Ellen. If you want to see something crazy, just uh, digress for a second, is, you know, H3H. So he's a podcaster, YouTuber, quite successful. And I guess his, I think his wife's brother is dating this girl named Trish Pius. Okay. And she's a crazy YouTuber, really successful, but I guess one could describe her as fucking annoying or a drama queen. But so uh, Ethan started a podcast with her. Oh, the big one, the big girl. The biggest. She's she's a larger girl, whatever. She's pretty. Well, okay. Sometimes. She's a bigger girl. Yeah, she's a bigger girl. So Ethan started a podcast oh, with they her. Just, they hate each other. Well, no, it, just, it blew up on Friday. Oh, finally? Okay. But it was just so fascinating and awkward to hear two people arguing. Can I... Sorry. It starts with him being like, um, they're talking about something and said, we'll edit this out. So you know people edit stuff, but yeah. then they just go off and I guess they left it in for... Yeah, but you, how many times do you hear me say, I'll edit that out and then it ends up in the pog? I mean... H3H. Yeah. Sir. One guy always wears a toque and Ethan. the wife and he's is got, like... He's got busy uh, eyebrows. Eastern European. He has busy eyebrows. Okay. Because I was going <laughs> to ask you guys, just coincidentally, because I saw them on Hot Ones a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, who are these people? Internet yeah. internet personalities. Yeah. The YouTube world, baby. Ethan and Isla. What? 
Okay, you're gonna have to like how? No, I think that's a hole you have to go down. Yeah, you're gonna have to find that one out yourself. Because right. it's interesting. They, they have Bill Burr on. Great segue. Uh, and Ethan is trying to crack jokes and like talk about stuff. And, and Bill Bill's Burr's having none, none of it. Yeah. And he's awesome. so fucking annoyed with it. him. And Ethan just keeps digging himself deeper and deeper. So and now deeper. that I know who they are, back to your original story. Yeah. So he has some person on. And no, they're arguing. He started uh, another pod. He's got like four podcasts or okay. whatever. Started another podcast with this girl because they're they have a caustic sort of relationship, but they're tied together. How they, are they tied together? Her, I don't. I think oh, she, do, the you know the the, do you know what the name of the Do you know what the name of the show is? Brother-in-law. Which show you discussed? Their show. Got it. That blew up. I think it's the H three podcast. Okay. So the H three. Anyways, they have a horrible blow up, and it's so. She starts crying. What are they fighting about? Uh, they were talking, and then he, she, they said something about his wife, Ella. It's so much easier if you know everybody. And he says, oh, we'll, we'll edit that out. Like one of those moments. Right. And then she just loses it. Because she, she's like, we can respect her privacy, but mine is everything. Like, we got to talk about everything and do And it just goes off and... And now it's a big drama. Maybe it's all contrived, but it's just interesting when people go off script or not try to be professional. It's yeah. it's difficult to watch. You know what's never contrived? What? The monkeys. No, that's yeah. true. Pure. That's true. Pure. Unless they're in a zoo. Then it's very contrived. It's very I contrived. Agree, or, or a circus. That's even worse. Which I, I feel bad. I at least love But I told you my orangutan story at the Amsterdam Zoo, right? Can I really quickly, before yeah, we please. get off of this... Ethan's Halloween costume this year was incredible. Oh my God, he looks just like him. Back in the good books, I'll post it on uh, the. I bet the you Reddit. paid thousands of dollars for that. That was of course he a, did. No, it's a fuck. A lot of Sorry, Simon. Back to your orangutan. I think I told you the orangutan story though once. Yeah. Uh, Amsterdam Zoo. Here, I'll give you the cliff notes. Amsterdam Zoo, super high, walking around. Oh yeah, you told us at this. the orangutan was making like contact with the lady, and the male lost his shit. Out of like jealousy. storm the thing. Yeah. He attacked him or did he take he a attacked, suck attack? He attacked back? me. He attacked the glass. He was yes. trying to, like I was a male in his, you know. I mean, you are hairy like a monkey. Kingdom. So I totally yeah. get it. I totally get Some it. Some dudes <laughs> do that. I feel that was racist, but I'm going to let it go. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the last thing they talked about that I always find interesting is Bill Hicks. You guys are not Bill Hicks guys, eh? I am not a Bill Hicks guy. But you watch some of his I stuff. I mean, I know he exists. I've seen his material. My problem with Bill Hicks is a lot of what he's famous for, I feel like it's not so much stand-up comedy as it's more social commentary done on a stand-up stage. Does that make sense? Like Carlin, Carlin did that but told jokes. I feel like Bill Hicks was really just like kind of ranting at the end. And it wasn't, Who maybe knows I'm wrong. if it was the end because the thing is he died at 34. I'm, I'm well aware. I know. So this I watched story the documentary. They, they tell about him walking. He's in his 20s. And all they're talking about is uh, supreme confidence. So I understand what you're saying. But I know when I was like, I think 18, he, w he was just that this this will never be on the radio. It, it was Alex Jonesy. Um, but it, like Brett listened to Bill Hicks back in the Brett day. Did. Right? Yeah, yeah, it was. This is the same time I'm falling in love with Doug Stanhope for the yeah. first time. No, that makes sense. But uh, Bill Hicks was so good at it. The problem he did is he made other comics think they could do what he 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 has done, and just they don't realize he started like 16. Like he's like a Chappelle. 
But that's what I was going to say is there's there's always a few that just come out in our ultimate. Like Chappelle even says, like, my first set, I was great. You know what I mean? And like, and you believe him because you're like, you probably were. You probably just were made to do this. Like, well, Chris Tucker did stand up for a year. <laughs> Who's the other guy that Joe just loves so much uh, that screams all the time? Sam Kinison. Yeah, you see, I'm not a huge Sam Kinison fan. Either. Well, that's interesting because he he watched. He was bad when he died. Or oh, he was the character awful. of who he was. Right. But the first time you see him, it's a supernova. Right. That's why I always go yes, back to Andrew Dice Clay. Sense. You know what I mean? Right. He seems so corny now, but when he, at the time, you didn't even know that it wasn't legit. Like, it was legit, but you know what I mean? Yeah. But well, you're also forgetting that at the time, comedy was all just like, how about peanuts on airplanes? Yeah. He and then a guy like Kinnison yes. comes out and is just fucking Well, electric. no, I, I think... Um, I think uh, Clay, Dice Clay is a really good example because so here, you know, comedy is so tame at that point. And then you have this guy who comes out and is just hickory dickory dock. The mouse ran up your cot, you know, like, and as a kid, you loved it. It was amazing. I mean, I can't listen to that now. It's, With your wife? No, I find, find it horrible. It's so like stucky or schlecky or whatever the fucking. Uh, yeah, but you know what? It's 30 like, years after It's like raw or delirious, though, like. They really, as funny as they are, listening to them now, they don't age well. I mean, Delirious is still pretty fucking good. It's Yeah, but his use of the word faggot yeah. is like, you're just okay. like, oh my God. Remove that from And the, knowing the, the that he got caught with are, a transgendered prostitute later on. And not, all, you know. Well, that really brings it all full circle. <laughs> no, the, 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 the thing is, the reason why you marvel about those more than the humor or whatever, is he's 19 years old. Eddie Murphy. Yeah. yeah. Like you, he, he, you just can't imagine it. The thing with Andrew Dice Clay is he did a bunch of characters. Okay. And that, sorry. No, no. He did a bunch of characters, and the Dice Man was one of I know. them. And he did, and then that caught on, and he became that. Yep. It's like, a crazy so story. Many ways to go. But Bill Hicks, like, was so ahead of his time. Like, he's like Jimmy Dore. I understand them. When I was that age, though, it was. Just like all these social just warriors too, you know what I mean? Like War is think, fucking fucked up. Corporations are bad. You think if Hicks was around now, he would have like a talk show, uh, like a Jimmy Dore type scenario. He'd be doing... Or he would I mean, have killed he, himself. Yeah, I was going to say, he'd probably be really old right now. But he probably I, would I be doing something like I that. I don't mean like that. I mean, if he was you know, yeah, yeah. young enough now to be involved well, in comedy. What's interesting, have you ever seen the set that Dave Letterman pulled? No. I'll send it to you. Because that's what happened. He was on the up and up, up and up, up and up. He was on Letterman, and he t told one joke, and uh, in a six-minute set, and Dave pulled it. So he didn't get invited to the couch. Uh, no, I I don't think he ever get invited to the couch on Letterman. But <laughs> that was a bad joke, sorry. But the point is, it devastated him. Like he he died like a year later, but it was like his chance to shine. And uh, I think like seven years ago, Dave had Bill Hicks's mother on and apologized to her for what he did to Dave and played the special. No way. And re had regretted doing it for Dude, years. is that why he killed himself? Say no, that he, again. No, he died of cancer. Oh. Who had who on? Say that again. Bill Hicks was on Letterman. <laughs> yeah, no, I understand all that. He had his mother on. He brought Dave his, had Bill, Bill Hicks' mom and apologized? And apologized wow. to her and played the special. Dude, we watched the um, documentary about Belushi. Yes. On, uh, That's depressing, eh? It's really sad. It's a That's it, another supernova. But just the way it ends, how he reaches out to Aykroyd for help, 
and then Ackroyd can't make it, but then he gets on the plane. Like it, it's all crazy, man. It's tragic. Yeah, it's terrible. Well, it's and then a, the saddest is we're left with Jim. It's a pretty who died and made you Jim Belushi. It's a pretty good documentary. That's Andy Kittler. Yeah, I know it's yeah. it's heavy though. Yeah, it's not, it's not fun. It's not fun. It's a bring me down, but it it is a cautionary tale of like extraordinary talent just being tortured and, and abusing drugs. Because Bill Hicks was also huge mushrooms. I can't say enough about Bill Hicks. That's all. Maybe I have to revisit. Um, I just have to say in closing, <clears throat> at one point in this episode, I don't know if you remember Eddie Murphy's bit about Rocky and Italians getting... Great fucking movie. Joe I said... some juju fruits. Joe, uh, Joe said exactly that with almost the perfect accent unknowingly this episode. He goes, that's a great fucking movie. Dude, yes, I was yes, like, yes. I went, holy fucking shit. I was like, Eddie Murphy was bang on. It's the it's the <laughs> ether, though. He heard that before. Maybe, but either way, it's a great fucking movie. Dude, I, I was in tears. Mary was like, what are you some, laughing at so hard? fucking bonbons. Yeah. And uh, the, <laughs> the movie's <laughs> paying for it. going to pay for <laughs> it. Excuse me. I'm sorry, me. what? <laughs> And he's and he's he's just so young. All right, Rocco. That's the fucking. It's so interesting because like Bill Burr, if you watch Bill Burr ten years in, you wouldn't be impressed. No. I'm sure he had great sets and stuff. But it, same thing with Louis too, though. You watch Louis early on, and like it's he not, was horrible, yeah. ugly, annoying. So it's heard, all a process. I heard this whole argument between Bill Burr and Patrice O'Neill on an old Opie and Anthony. and Anthony, and it's so hard to listen to. Like why? Because Patrice was amazing. I don't know. Just it's weird. Like you, these people are like your superstars now and you're hearing them like these real catty moments of like normalcy. I guess it's kind of cool, but I love dude. I will go back and weird. listen to all those Opie and Anthony's till I die. There's a cool clip then you guys might like on it's Opie. Opie radio. Opie. Yeah. He has his own show. It's still on serious. Yeah. And he, Phones up Danny McBride. Yeah. And he has uh, Theo Vaughn and Chris Stefano in the studio. And you see they... Danny McBride, the rapist Scientology guy? No, the guy... No, no way. Eastbound and down. Oh, oh okay. Sorry. I he, said, let the boy watch. I, I know who it is now. <laughs> who was I thinking of? Danny Masterson. Yes. But you can see Chris <laughs> Stefano and Theo Vaughn aren't best buds. And they're trying to like one each other, one up each other with jokes. It's and it's contemporary, you know. Listen back. Just happened like a week ago. I'd love to see Chris Stefano and Joe Rogan. So would Chris. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> yeah. But his, no, he's amazing because he does uh, history of hyenas with uh, Giannis Papas. He has he has one with Sal from and he has one with Impractical Sal, yeah. Jokers who's now the, too. Who's the guy from? Uh, so, uh, Tiger Belly. What's his name? Bobby, Bobby Lee. Lee. Bobby Lee. So Bobby Lee, the doctor from The Hangover, and one Ken other Jong. Asian dude used to do this like tour called like um, something to do with being Asian and comedy. You don't know what I'm talking about. That guy, whoever that guy is, when he's on, uh, I watched an episode where he's on Tiger Belly, mm -hmm. and they get so deep personal into like how that all broke down it's really cool to listen to steve oh, see burn steve burn that's who they start talking about in this episode no way because he has a movie out and he that's got exactly a why i brought that up 
<laughs> the fuck out of here. Oh, that's that's the end of that. What a perfect circle. Yeah, there you go. Probably so we're done with Bill Burr? Yeah. All right. Oh, are we, Kamar? Oh, he saw, I heard him say. I said my it was a throwaway note. from the beginning. <laughs> okay. I'm done. Okay. Well, then let's rate it. We'll start with you, Simon. If I you think, don't mind. I think I have to give it a... It, I think it should get a two <clears throat> and a half. It's a two and a half. It's a okay. two and a half. I give it a three. I also give it a two and a half. It is what it is. Two and a half isn't bad. No, it's not bad. It's right in the middle of the road. Anything above two and a half is better than good. Yeah, that's why I think it was just slightly better than good. And I think I appreciated it being short. <laughs> a quick little ditty. I don't think I would have liked three hours of Oh, if talking. it was three hours of Bill Burr, I would have I don't know. An hour and a half. You know what? I changed my mind. It's a three. Because it was an hour and a half. It was hey, perfect. Yo, yo, yo. Yeah. What if it's three hours and Joe gets wasted? And Bill gets wasted? Well, is, it depends on what they Well, that'll never about. happen because Bill doesn't drink. drink but yeah. yeah. It, it would be sad. If Bill, like, smoked weed or if they, like, you know slipped I mean? a mushroom. Think about it. Like, Bill Burr at the end of the world podcast was drinking. Yeah. That's a three hours. Oh, I think. yeah, that was hilarious. Anyway, we'll move on. Uh, let's. What's the next? Uh, Marina new, Van Zeller. Number. My, my new goal in life is to play at Joe's Club before I die. Ooh. It's, it's, it's realistic. It's not impossible. But yeah, Marina He's Van right. Zeller. It's not impossible. It's a good goal. 1576. I fucked that up. Why yeah. don't you shoot? Von, you know what you should Von do though. Zeller. You know what you should do, Kamar. What I've learned is shoot much higher. Shoot higher than Joe's club. Well, because then he'll make. Then he'll get Joe's oh, club. On the way. No, I. I if, if I could get five minutes with, like Simon Tommy Green. What I've learned is you shoot for the absolute stars, and then you know you're going to come up short. But even if you come up short, you're probably higher than what you would expect. Shoot for anyways. the stars. So land on just, the clouds. Yeah. Why not just fucking hammer at home? Anyway, Marina Van Zeller. 1576. Is it Marina or Maria? Mariana. 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 It's, it's both <laughs> together. It's Anna and Mary. Mariana. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't, I love this podcast, but I don't know why. Like, there's nothing specific about it. Well, they touched on a lot of different topics. They touched on the steroids part was fucking, I don't know. I She obviously didn't know that Joe was a steroid user. Well, why would she? I mean, he. He's not super public about it, but he. I feel he has like there's like two different types of steroid users. You know what I mean? There's the Joe type. Yeah. I get it, but who the, are sorry? Okay, go ahead. Hey, no, I don't care if you know what I'm talking about. Well, no, there's Joe, two. There's yeah. two types. There's the Joes who are like kind of just keeping themselves level, and then there's the fucking uh, Gary Coleman's. Not Gary Coleman. Someone Coleman. <laughs> Put some respect on his name. You know who I'm talking about? Ronnie. Gary Goodrich. Ronnie, thank you. No, Ronnie Coleman. I was right about the call. Yes, line. yes, 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 yes. Got the first part wrong. But again, like Gary's a midget. <laughs> that's a weird but, thing. Uh, with, we don't say that. I'm sorry, a little, a little person. person. That's a weird thing with bodybuilders where they have to do it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess they don't have to, but then the body's kind of impressive and just it's just par for the course. I mean, the way I look at this, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Joe does a lot. He's so big. I noticed how big he was. Well, just healthy because they show the no, not even that. Like they show the side shot of him. The UFC you're talking about, or no? Oh, on the in podcast, the studio. yeah. Dude, his <clears throat> chest is like this fucking big, man. He's a thick man. He's so up, then you're starting huge. to change your mind that like there's. Yeah, maybe he's taking like some real steroids. No, I think the TRT helps that. That's what I'm saying. Is like it helps, you know. I think most people hit his age and lose a lot of that sort of, and that's where he was like, well, I have money. I don't blame him either. Fuck. Like, I think Joe could probably fight a chimp. No. 
If anybody wow. could fight a chimp, Joe would be a perfect candidate. If Joe wouldn't he's want huge, to. He's huge. He's compact. Doesn't give him a lot of, you know. I think you'd rather like a John Jones fighting a chimp than Joe, personally. That's really interesting. Okay. I'd like to see both of those things. Unethical. Because I don't know if Let's you're right. Let's tweet Dana. Matt. Dana, how do we make this happen? Too many appendages. I think you're in trouble. I think you your one chance against that chimp is brute force against brute force. First of all, it's going to bite your dick off. First maneuver. Eyes so what are we dick. talking about? Eyes, dick, like, and fingers. Yeah. Do you think Ben Johnson should get some sort of pardon? Or just a, a you got you got singled out, but everyone was guilty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is. I think this happened shitty. socially. How, how did we get all to Ben Johnson all of a sudden? Because well, steroids. We're on steroids. But just before we leave the chimp. <laughs> if fucking if Joe, monkey boy if got Joe or John Jones was going to fight the chimp, yeah. we would do it so that they wore a muzzle. It wouldn't be, they can't bite. It's going to yeah, okay. be, uh, it's got to be brute It's fisticuffs, okay, yeah. you know? You yeah, don't yeah. bite in the UFC. That is I agree. That would be fucking cool, man. If there was some way that we didn't hurt the chimps, like, I'm sure I'm a chimp with a this. muzzle will be even more angrier than a chimp without a muzzle. I just want to get over with and beat you up so I can rip that thing off. And then bite your nuts off. <laughs> if you're lucky. Um, no, but what I felt, she, she was talking about black markets. Yep. I skimmed over it when it started. I thought it was going to be about um, uh, human trafficking. I don't know why I, I saw that. And she humanized almost all of them. Because you think of it as a black market as like a bad thing, right? Well, sometimes it is a bad thing. Well, it, 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 but it's more it is just a thing. Because you start off talking about the cocaine. And it's like up until the people bid on the packs of leave, everyone is an innocent, defendable person. You know what I mean? You can't go to Columbia and say, hey, you have to starve to death or you can. Well, it was interesting when she was saying like, um, you know, when I think of cocaine fields in wherever, Columbia, I think they're owned by the cartels, but not all of them are, right? Like, so some are like I'm mom sure and pop operations just growing on their land and then selling that to the cartel. I read an article this week that Colombia is planning on legalizing cocaine. And the reason they're doing it is because they realize they can buy all the cocaine in the country for, I think, $600 million a year, but they're currently spending a billion dollars eradicating it a it? year. So they're like, we can actually save the country $400 million a year just by legalizing. Hmm. And then, so well, that, no, could, but that could be insane. I mean, this is what we've been talking about. All, all these black markets exist, the majority of them, except for a couple, because it's illegal. Well, let me tell you something, Like uh, bootlegging. The war on drugs is a very expensive war. It's like the war on terrorism. That's a great analogy. Wars where you do not have, like, where you're fighting a boogeyman yeah. are wars that they can pump endless dollars into. Like, you don't have to see. We, it's nobody, not just a boogeyman. It's, it's that you cut the head off and two more appear. I, I'm just saying, like, nobody ever asked to see the checks and balances on the war against drugs. No. Anyways. Well, it's, it's, it's so hard to tally because think of the overdoses and deaths and all that thing which is actually not even from the black market if you consider opioids well i would imagine that look a lot of people overdose because they do too much drugs a lot of people overdose on hot shots right like especially now River with phoenix fentiment or a fentanyl fentanyl 
Fentiman. That was the street I grew up on. No, Fentiman is the... Um, Literally, that was the street I grew up on. Yeah, no, but it, I know it because uh, it's the tonic. You know, okay, the really yeah, fancy yeah, tonic. Yeah, it makes yeah. your gin and tonics amazing. In any event, we're still at legalized drugs, I think. But Kamar, like you were saying that... I don't agree. There's still a lot of black markets that exist in things that are very much legal. Well, she was saying in Portugal, it still exists, but... Yeah, but I just think it's a step in the right direction. I agree. Of course. I'm just saying that was like, if you go to the Canal Street, that's a perfect example. Like everything down there is sold legally. Bags, watches, shirts. It's not legal though. No, no. What I'm saying is you can buy all those products legally from someone else. It's not like CDs aren't illegal. DVDs aren't illegal. Bootleg CDs right, are. Right, what yeah, I'm yeah, saying yeah. is you can, you can go somewhere and buy those. You can't go get heroin. So any time you buy heroin, it's illegal. Yeah. I'm just saying is that making something legal doesn't mean that someone isn't going to go cut a corner somewhere to... Right. No, that's absolutely. That totally makes sense. And then she and then she talked about the ethical meth guy. The ethical meth guy. He was buying uh, meth Ethy from the meth. cartel and then cleaning it up. Oh, I love that he was washing it. He was washing it, yeah. Yeah, what a fucking moron. <laughs> well, no, I mean, again, he, he's doing a better thing than... Well, he thinks he is. There's no... Uh, you don't think he is? I don't think that by taking methamphetamine, <laughs> a processed drug, by putting it in water and washing it... No, his intention. Forget, Listen, forget oh, whether no, it was no. successful. She said chemicals and stuff. I don't think she went into the exact details of what washing it meant. Fine. Either way, I, I get what you're saying. Yes, his intentions are good. I don't think it's actually doing anything, though, was my point. Mm. Oh, yeah, I don't think she followed up on that. <laughs> but it, was, it was interesting when Joe's like, so what kind of people do meth? Like, people who want to do meth, Joe, what do you... You don't start as a meth head, you know, like covered in scabs or whatever. I do think it's... And start doing meth. That's the end of the road. Yeah, I guess that's true. But he, I get what he's saying. Like, when I think of someone who smokes meth, you don't think of, like, a doctor, a lawyer... Like, I've done a, a lot of drugs. Mother. Meth isn't one of them. But did you know that uh, Andre Agassi was a crazy meth head? <laughs> oh, yeah. He was <laughs> winning did, Wimbledon fucking so, ripped on meth. All I'm just saying, it's all types of people are doing meth. Right. You have in your head, like, a meth head is, is this thing. So I, I just thought, again, it humanized this guy. I forget how Andre Agassi got into meth. I'll have to revisit that. because that's something to do with losing his hair. And it just made him depressed. But why meth? Like, that's the, it seems like such a weird. Because it feels, you feel amazing. There are lots of drugs that make you feel amazing that you don't use, lose your teeth. I saw a thing where like um, cocaine, the buzz from hitting cocaine is like, say, 10 cheeseburgers. Okay. And the buzz from hitting crack cocaine is like a thousand cheeseburgers, if that's a good thing. Okay. And meth. <laughs> it's like, what a weird analogy right now. No, no. This I'm like, I love cheeseburgers, I so like I'm kind of on board. Exactly. You know what I mean? I'm like, exactly. I'm, like, I'm yeah. kind of on Why board. Why don't you use orgasms? That's, you know, you can all sure. relate to. But uh, even then, I'm like, at two cheeseburgers, yeah. I tap out. Like, I don't know yeah, what okay. I'm doing Anyways, with okay. 22 cheeseburgers, like, and he's about to get to like a million yeah. cheeseburgers like, in this analogy. Exactly. <laughs> Hitting meth is like 10,000 cheeseburgers. Yeah, that's way too many cheeseburgers. It is. I don't know if you've, you've ever, like, a crazy hit is a crazy hit, you know what I mean? It, that felt so good. Like, I've never felt anything like that before. And then you do it again, and like, oh, I'm not feeling that again. And then you realize it's such diminishing return. Yeah. Dude, there was a video on your like, mom's house of, the, of this guy. What happened at my mom's house now? This guy posted a video to, like, I don't know, some internet thing, and it's this super gross method. And he's like, uh, it's a video he made, obviously. He's like, 
I just want to let anyone know if you guys want to come over and smoke some of my meth, we can. Smoke. He's like, we can smoke meth together, and then you can watch me masturbate. My penis is very small, but I I ejaculate so much. He's like, it's so thick and creamy. Dude, the way he's describing his meth smoking and cum, dude, is, I hate that show. That's Your all, mom's house. Yeah, that's oh, all Christina like though, eh? She does all the re- hard research, I think. I don't know. Well, her TikTok is fucked. But no, Tom loves, like, Tom has a specific brand of video that he likes. And I also have the same taste, I saw, obviously. I saw them one episode. I shouldn't say I hate it. It's just not my cup of tea. But I saw an episode the other day. I don't know if it was new or old, but Tom plays this old guy fucking some girl for Christina because he she he knows she's going to hate it. But he wants to see her face as... She's watching his fuck face. Like, it's that's what you're dealing with, you know? But the thing is, you couldn't just do that. And look how hard he's laughing. Like, I'm just he telling him about a fucking thing. It. I didn't even do a good job he of loves it. it. <laughs> but you can't just do that, like, with your wife. Well, this is why they have such a popular podcast, oh, Maddie. Fuck, you do it so and get funny. paid for it. It's the best. Oh, no, of course. Like, listen, I'm, I'm hating. If that was my yeah. job and I was making tons of money, we would be sitting around watching fucking oh weird God. videos, you know? Dude, for a full year, Tom had a video of this Asian guy getting his legs nearly taken off by a car in a garage. <laughs> the noise he makes when the car hits me. Ah, dude. And Tom would show it to everyone. Christine would be like, not again. And Tom would just be like, I want to see who's going <laughs> like, to laugh and who's not. I remember Rogan was just like, I don't know why you laugh at this stuff, dude. Oh. Tom had to get a colonoscopy or something. And yeah. he's like, so I got to go in at four and... Christina's like, uh, well, you know, what can I do to help? And he's like, I don't know, beach. <laughs> She's like, you mean after? Like, that's no, I'm not doing that. And they have this huge whole long discussion about whether she's going to give him a blowjob after the colonoscopy or not. Just, I don't know. Yeah, he's in a scrum play. I don't even know. They're into everything. So anyways, whether the guy washing the uh, meth is doing a good job or not, he's not a bad person, you know? I think you got mixed up with washing the meth, though. He's not, like, taking it in water and washing it. I, I think, think he's, he's like, a way chemist literal. type yeah. of guy. And he that's, thinks that's what she made it. Whether okay. or not it's working or not is a totally other matter, but it's not the a... Intention? Here's in my point. If he's really a chemist, why isn't he just making the meth? Why is he buying it in Mexico? Yeah, I don't know, man. The whole thing seemed weird, like... He's just trying Although to I can part. answer that question, try, actually. It's yeah, fine. exactly. Um, anyways, he humanized again and then uh, she talked about the uh fentanyl the the uh cartel chemist who just loved chemistry and could do chemistry over here for x or do this chemistry for everything yeah but he didn't seem like um a diabolical guy well, even though we know the end product that's the exact story from fucking breaking bad like uh what's they his take, name where they take pinkman over there no, I was thinking the guy that um, he ends up killing, the assistant. Oh, Gail. Gail. Like, that That guy was, like, he was a brilliant chemist from Harvard. The money was all in the meth. He had somehow rationalized it out for himself, like. But this is even crazier because he's making fentanyl. He's not like a fentanyl dealer. He's actually making oh, it. Oh, Gail was making the... Uh, yeah, no, no. Uh, sorry, it's the exact same thing. Thank you. I think it, the, it, Great analogy, Simon. Thanks, Simon. <laughs> Thanks, like, Simon. It's just... Well, if you guys aren't going to do it, someone has to. It's just, again, the cartels. And even then, it gets so... Um, what do we talk about? Like, the CIA or whatever, they do something bad. Like, it's not Fuck one person's fault. 
Oh, compartmentalized. Or distribution of responsibility. The distribution of a responsibility. Diffusion of the, responsibility. The diffusion of responsibility Team within effort. the black markets. It's so hard to say it's this person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, no, yeah. there's some steps the way where it's very easy. Well, isn't the dealer the most like uh, uh, no, the cartel, the trafficker. If it can never get to the people, mm-hmm. it's like the bullets and the gun argument, right? I mean, it's like, no, no, because the cartel, listen, the dealer, if your argument is that the dealer on the street making like a couple hundred bucks a week, a thousand bucks a week, even 2000 bucks a week, whatever to feed his family. Like, yeah, you're right. That's probably not the best. Where is the easiest way? Like, let's say you're the cops. Mm-hmm. Where do you go to solve we, the problem? We always, well, the way they do it now is they just bang you heads. Go, you start you at the bottom. To go undercover. Well, that doesn't Or work. infiltrate at the top as well. It's mostly just sting operations. You catch someone buying an amount of drugs, you get them to flip on yeah, the person above them, and then you keep flip. doing stings until you eventually hope to get to the top. But we know that even when, they get, even when they get to the top, someone else just slides in. Yeah, well, yeah there's yeah, always a vacuum. Yeah, and that's course, why yeah. it's futile at the end of the day, the, the drug war. Yeah, that's agreed. So, Congratulations, again, drugs. There was a lot, you won. a lot of humanizing of these black markets. She did the stories I found until the L.A. gunrunner story, refresh, which was a, a cop was seizing weapons and selling them on the black market. Yeah, that is a piece of shit. I, well, you swore an oath. Yes, yes, I, I agree on that, but who knows what's going on. I mean, maybe it, he owes money for... It happens all the time. Like, But uh, maybe he owes money is not like... You can't use that as like he's a poor guy trying to feed his family. Like, A, he has a job. Yeah, well, this is what I'm saying. Every, all the other things we talked about, the steroids, until it came to this gun run, I was like, that guy sounds like a real piece of shit. And doesn't this expose a warranted investigation? Yeah, you'd think, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I thought it was breaking news on well, something. Well, no, but you keep all of them anonymous, right? Like, you never, she would never tell anyone who that guy she was. she get more of stories course, down yeah, the road. you never do that, yeah. But just the fact that that guy exists, he's not the only, like, that's the gun problem in uh, the States, I think. So she was on really early? In her first episode, is that what they were saying? Yes, yeah. this is her second visit. I she think. was on for the pill factories in Florida. Yeah, but the that pill was, oh, I do like remember that. One or two hundred? Yeah. Is it that yeah, early? Yeah, she was super early on, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the first just like fascinating I topics. liked her. I liked the way she talked. She had a real niceness about her that like she wasn't off-putting in any way. She was also really excited about the things Joe told her. Mm-hmm. Like she was like but excited she to learn. Fall into the interviewing Joe thing. No, she all didn't. Questions. No, was she had, conversation. Well, and she had plenty to talk about. There wasn't. A, oh, there was no lack of. Of course, yeah. no. It, it was. It was. A, I, I loved it. And then uh, there was basically the steroid thing, which we started off the top. But um, I would like to. I I'm look up clips and stuff. I mean, Joe steered that. He steered that pretty well. The steroid thing. Out of what I actually know about. Oh no, I don't know. I don't know if he because well, he never caught. He never really said to her, "I'm on steroids." Those words never came out of his mouth. He didn't say, "As a user, I can tell you this." Yeah, I suppose. I just it was interesting when he was talking about. Um, well, it seems interesting, doesn't it? Yeah, it is interesting. Uh, Provigil, or he was talking about all the. That's in the next that was in the next episode. one. Well, maybe they talked no, about it in this one. They too. talked about. Yeah, it. Okay. They you're re- right. They you're re- right. They yep. repeated it. Yeah, it was definitely you, the space guy. You are correct, about it. though. They did talk about it on both episodes. And uh, Jamie had done Adderall, and they, they were talking about those sort of drugs. Have you guys ever done Adderall? I've done it once, and it was amazing. I could focus on anything. Yeah, Mary's. Really? Only, Mary's that, only that thing, but 
no other thoughts in my head but focus on that thing. It, Mary, was, it was amazing. Mary did it a few times, and she was like, yeah, it's nuts. I, but I, she also got a friend that was, like, hooked on it. And then when she was off, it was, like, half a fucking retard. Well, that's the thing. It's prescribed, so you, you don't know what the fuck you're doing with that. Like, it feels safer doing cocaine than abusing <laughs> Adderall. But I, I remember it felt almost, like, limitless. I swear to God. I swear to God. Kamar's a playwright all of a sudden. He's got Just he's on the stock self. market. Yeah. He's four drinks, Kamar. Well, it's interesting. What did you have to do when you did the Adderall? Like what what chore did you do? What I just listened to someone talk. You listened But you to felt like you were talk. retaining all the information and zoned in and understanding what they were saying is that you know, my problem with anything is when someone talks to me, I start thinking about things they're saying. And it might not even be to reply. But just like trying to process the information. I even try to process. I daydream as someone's talking to me <laughs> on things they say. Fucking rude! How many times do you do that when I'm talking to you? All you, the time. He's doing it right now. You do that all the time to me too. So it's a shared trait. But uh, right. it's true. So I mean, I think always in the back of your head, secretly, there's Bigfoot and an alien That's just walking around. Like no matter what I'm talking about, they're just fucking duking it out up there. I for le- my attention. I legitimately try to um, like listen to you guys when you talk. Appreciate I'm not it. appreciate it. I listen to you. But a lot of times I, I just, I don't know, Kamar, maybe you don't explain it properly and then I have to like hear it from another source to like really comprehend. Oh, I, like, I think that's more what's happening. But I know that Adam 22, I dead in the face told you about it and you just rolled your eyes like, yeah. I roll your eyes when you talk about Bigfoot. Yeah. I mean, listen, your I, track record with me is pretty good. You on knew exactly sh- what I was talking about. You remember me yeah. talking about I'm 22. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're like, well, this is sort of relevant to the podcast. Y- your but. track record with me is pretty good with things that I say are stupid, and then I try, and I like, and then come back around to being stupid. <laughs> okay? Like, if you want to go TikTok, Adam 22. Well, TikTok's bigger than everybody. No, I, yeah, but I, I, listen, I'm not going to harp on this, but not being on Instagram, like not watching TikTok, none of that shit. It's way better, man. Yeah, you seem way. You happier. don't. You you're. You do, no, I. That's not even the point. It's <laughs> I was like, thinking. I was like, well, I know you're opening a business. Out of all so it's the different. things that make you miserable, that you don't even realize, that's how sneaky this fucking shit yeah. is, man. TikTok seems like it seems like only good fun, and I watch my daughter watching it, yeah. and she's laughing, and it's hilarious, and usually it is. You know what I mean? And then. The algorithm slips something in there, and then you feel bad, and then you feel good, and like it's a whole thing, man. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I can see that. I think it's more you feel worse after it's like it's been forty five minutes. I've been looking at TikTok. Well, that's a whole different. That's story. the real. That's a whole how it different. Makes story. You feel that's bad. the what guilt of myself? time waste. Yeah, you know? exactly. That's different. This, this shit never should have lasted forty five minutes. But I swear to God, I can plug into TikTok at a moment's notice. But I just realized it's going good. It's going good, and then like. What the fuck is this? And I got to go through four of those. Oh, it's going good. It's going, yeah. oh my God. Oh. <laughs> What's next? It's going to be even crazier. And then you're like going through, I got to make a TikTok video. You know, you start feeling like you're wasting your life watching TikTok. Yeah. That's all. I feel low when I feel like I got to make a TikTok video. Yeah. That is just How many one. have you made in your life? I think I have like nine. I'm Total. Like You've good. only made nine videos. Yep. Ever. Yep. Are, are any of them dances? I think they're dances, but tread carefully here. I was going to say there's a right answer and a wrong answer here, buddy. <laughs> me just trying to dance? No, no, no. Doing a TikTok. No, dance. It would have been it would have been a year ago that I did it. 
Which one? The ago. walking up the stairs? No, never did a TikTok dance. I just filmed myself dancing, thinking that's what it was, not realizing <laughs> these are set dances. You could say I was trying to invent my own dance and didn't know Dude, it. Dude, that's hilarious. That would be wicked if that's how one started. And it was I, by you just doing your own, thinking you were doing a TikTok dance? Well, no, it dance? started by drinking and wanting to do a TikTok. Yeah. That's the only way I could go that far. Yeah. Yeah. In any event, uh, she talked about black markets, and I just humanize so much of the process with me and that's really i mean she said the words herself like once you get to know these people it's the whole thing from afar looks like a real nefarious thing but when you break it down it's diffuse responsibility only way to get rid of the drugs is legalize it looking at that cop selling illegal guns and steroids i think are going to come around just the science is getting good <clears> enough that you can do it well, what's the negative effects of Joe taking the steroids? Like, is there any? Listen, if you can, if Thus you're, far, no. if you're no, using no. steroids for recovery, I think that's the thing is there's always been the argument that steroids just help you recover faster. Like it's abusing things that are the problem, right? Abusing steroids is a problem. Yeah. Is taking Excess. steroids a problem? My dog takes steroids because she has a problem with allergies. Like, Do you know what the problem is, Simon? Is that we're at a point now where kids are competing at a professional level at younger and younger ages. And you, the last thing you want is some 16 or 18-year-old. Well, there are rules against that, Maddie. Like you can't use steroids and do college sports. You can't use steroids and do... Uh, sure, but my point is, is like you might leave college early. You might leave college after a year and then you're eligible for the NBA. And you then, can use steroids in the NBA? No, but that's my point. Is like if we loosen these up, because like I, what I'm saying is you can loosen up the steroid rules if you want to... If your argument is like, well, it'll help athletes recover quicker, but people are going to abuse them. I'm not even talking about athletes. I'm talking about like... Well, regular people can person. use them. I'll tell you. Oh, oh no, I guess not. No. Well, can they? I thought yeah. steroids were illegal. Theo oh, Vaughn. Testosterone replacement therapy that Joe's doing. Totally the, legal. Theo Vaughn oh, had then? Tony Mandich. What are we talking on. about? I don't know. Do you guys remember? So I was who, wondering. <laughs> do you guys remember who Tony Mandrich was? No. Tony Mandrich. Yeah, you're too young. But he was uh, he Canadian. He young to me. He was Canadian. No, no I, he too I, young I, me. I threw my eyes at him. Gotcha. <laughs> I know his direction. Um, it's fine. He's Canadian and was like top three draft pick. He's like 300 pounds, six In foot what eight. sport? Football. 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 Tony Mandrich. He was on cover of Sports Illustrated when I was a kid. No way. Did he play for like a, what call the university? No. Green Bay and... Uh, well, but he no. went to school in the States. He went to school in the States, but the point was he started doing uh, steroids in high school. Okay. So you can do steroids when you're not playing. You do the off season and you can get benefits from them mm -hmm. so that's how they do them and that they're legal like lots of people do them but if you slip up in your cycling or how you do it you could no but the the steroids themselves are illegal you have to buy them from like a drug dealer yeah but they're it's a guy at the gym who you know like I, in again uh, i think you can go to a doctor though if you if a doctor's like you have low hormones well, she can, wasn't talking about yeah that i mean i wouldn't even consider that uh Taking stare, that's whatever you got to do for your health, right? They're balancing out something that you're missing in your body. She you was make, one you could make, make that, that argument, yeah. Stuff that yeah. the steroids is doing better for you. Mm -hmm. She was talking you. about steroid Roy or whatever, and he was saying, I'm I'm trying all the stuff I'm selling. I'm a steroid human Roy? I forget what his name was. That's a good name, though. But Joe sort of gave away he knew steroid. something. Steroid? Like, 
R O Y D. How easy it is to register low testosterone if you want to get steroids. Uh, yeah, just eat a big meal eat before the. Yeah, don't fast. Yeah, before Joe the, really gave uh, let the cat out of the bag on that one. That would have implied to her, in my eyes, that she understood not to probe him about his steroid use and was well aware. He knew what he's talking about. I mean, that was a very, um, what's the word? Uh, No. Like really smart journalistic play to be able to read the room like that. She was great. I can't say enough things about this. You don't think? I I said it at, at the jump. I also said Joe kind of directed the, you know, he had his oar in the water for sure there. Oh, no, no, for sure. But somebody less aware might have, like, just kept paddling hard on the other side, oblivious to Joe with his oar in the water, to use your great analogy. In her defense, she's been on the show before. Maybe that helped her. I was thinking the exact same thing. You know what I mean? You never know. Or maybe she's a fan. Maybe she listens. Maybe she listens and is like, I know Joe's on TRT. I should avoid this one. Or maybe she's an amazing reporter and knows how to fucking... I mean, that's what I was going to say is a journalist like her has to know how to read the room or you can't be in many rooms. She's in crazy rooms. And look at the room she's in. Like, Remember that story she told about the... uh, I don't remember where it was, but the guy said, you know, we were going to rob you, but you're nice. We're going to let your camera crew keep their shit, you know? But it's almost like that... uh, It's almost like, you know, I see a lot of these... uh, like angry Trump rallies, but then you see someone like Jordan Klepler, Kepler, whatever the fuck his name is, that lanky dude from The Daily Show, and you wonder how he talks to people, and they're just like so polite to him. But I think certain people just have that, wow, like clips. Just yeah, you're clips. right too. Yeah, of course, clips. I get it. But even like all gas, no brakes. Like you wonder how he sometimes talks to these people. Like gets at, like I don't know. Just doesn't it doesn't go the wrong way. Yeah, I, I assume he's gotten punched plenty of times, and you just never see it. Outtakes, like outtakes. maybe you're maybe you're right. No, yeah. I, I, I'm Slap, with you chased because that I how do you not in some of those at some point some of those guys get that you're making fun of them, but, and they just bitch slap you. You know, you know what though, Simon? As I think about it too, though, like I think about the guy. Remember he he interviews the guy who's smoking all the roaches and eating them. Yeah. He ends up eating one of the roaches, so I yeah. think it, it kind of you kind of have to endear yourself to them and be like, as much as I'm making fun of you, I'm here too. For and I'm all part you of the know, joke. he's got like the rock and well, that's the other thing. Stand right yeah. beside the cameraman. Yeah. Well, that's no, a good but, point. No, like but this. This, yeah, what you just said there is a good point. There's a cameraman. Yeah, people are different. Yeah, there's a witness with the camera recording oh, yeah, what that, you're doing. Yeah, like, yeah, but maybe hold you, on. Maybe you want to do some that. Some of but the you people. Don't who do this thing, see the camera there, still incriminate themselves, still, like, say the worst shit. But is this, not a, is this not a situation where you have to sign a waiver? Yeah, but he said two... Th- I've heard him say two things. He goes, first of all, you always get them to sign the waiver first. Mm-hmm. And Andrew also said a really interesting thing. He said, I have no trouble finding the people that want to be on camera. Yes. He said, there's there's always... So that's the wherewithal. That and that's have. the thing, too, is it's like... The right person. He said, trust me. I have no trouble finding the person that wants to find me and be on this camp. Like, and say the wrong The eccentric things. person, yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm at that Proud Boys one. Do you remember the leader that they interviewed? The black gentleman? I don't think he was black. I think he... Was he black? Well, there's a black guy wearing the Fred Perry and, like, the vest who's like, I'll punch you in the face if you make fun of me in this. Like, I'll come after you after this. That's what he says yeah, to him. Yeah, I think that's the guy. Uh, yeah, he's, he's, a good he's guy. like... He's like uh, Maybe not fully black. I don't, you know, he's... I thought he was like Latino or something. But anyways, I don't really remember. I just Fine. remember him... Oh, no, he was black. You're absolutely right, Matt. Um, it was so... He shouldn't have been talking on camera. 
and yet he couldn't stop himself. Like yeah. just getting that attention was. But so that's cool. what Ed, that's what he said. Is this, it, I'm I'm reinforcing. Yeah, yeah. Your point. He's like I just pray, not a- pray, but he's like I, those people. I like how you know him by a first name basis. What's his last name? I don't know. Oh, you're just on a first name basis. I only know that because a lot of the people in his videos. Call know him, him and call him. Yeah, like when he was in Daytona Beach, the one guy was like, Andrew, we're about Dude. to drink some Four Locos and get crazy You know here, what Andrew. is might be the funniest one, though? Is <laughs> How many Proud Boys videos have you guys watched? This is not. This, this is, is all gas for breaks. He goes, he I've went to one. zero Proud Boys yeah. videos. Well, no, I, for, I was just, I, I guess I wasn't listening. Yeah. But then when I came back. <laughs> Daydreaming again. <laughs> when I came back into the conversation, I, hear, uh, I heard Proud Boys and you talking first name basis in the we, videos. What are we talking? Oh, yeah. Best uh, all gas, no breaks. Where he's interviewing the guy, the two guys with the tattooed face. One of them is the Joker. Yep. And the other is. The other one's Takeshi 6ix9ine. Takeshi 6ix9ine. Oh, my God, Matt. When they're Those rapping, guys are so fucking funny. It's incredible. Do you you don't know what I'm talking about, Kamara? I'm gonna send you something. Also, <laughs> the orgasm lady he interviews at Burning Man. Second best. Fucking priceless. Her name is hilarious. I don't remember. It's like what sunflower it is, moonbeam. But whatever. I remember hearing it and like yes. And when that's... she's like, and she's like, he's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm she's like, I'm, I'm having orgasm. <laughs> I brought myself to orgasm. And he, yeah, at one point, you can amazing. see him. He's like. Dude, that whole hippie one. Yeah. I love it because it's, you're only making fun of the hippies and it's all a good fun. You know, there's no like political leaning. There's no, 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 no. it's just, it's just everybody is fair game at that thing. (laughs) And it is so good. He gets like five classic interviews, you know? He's great. He's good. Sorry, really are we done with? Uh, yeah, I, have, done. I have no idea what you guys are talking. Mariana, about. you got to watch all. You don't watch. Uh, that's I right up your alley. I, I, I know. I, I know not, stuff about it, yeah. but it's just not in my repertoire. I'm about to give him. Five I'm bucks sure. A month. I'm sure we could like get something out of your repertoire and get that in. Yeah, I imagine that every time. But <laughs> we've been talking about this guy for years. All right. Well, let's rate. Uh, let's rate this lovely woman. Not rate her. That sounded awful. Yeah. Let's rate this episode. At least you didn't. <laughs> we'll start with you, Simon. Yeah, I'm gonna give this one a three and a half. I'm gonna give this one a four. Yeah, this one yeah. gets a four from me. I'm as also well. giving Marianna Van Zeller. Yeah. Oh, we have an agreement. This is a really agreement. good episode. Agreement. Glad it happened. Yeah. Great episode. Okay, well, um, we are going to take a break. We're going to run two quick ads, and we'll be back in like uh, two or three minutes. Guys, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. Calm. What interferes with your happiness? Are you feeling depressed? You feel anger? Maybe it's anxiety, stress eating away at your life. Maybe it's a self-esteem issue. Uh, do you feel like there's something preventing you from achieving your goals? I know for me, uh, I had a wicked drinking problem in my 20s, and uh, it would have been nice if there had been someone there to help. Luckily, I overcame it, and I can tell you right away, I feel much better. That's where BetterHelp comes in. Uh, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own professional licensed therapist. Uh, it's so convenient. You can connect in a safe and private online environment. Uh, you can usually start communicating with someone in under 24 hours. So that's good. You'll get that timely and thoughtful help that you need. Uh, this is not a self-help website. It is professional counseling. You can send a message to your counselor at any time. Uh, as well, you can schedule weekly and video phone sessions um, we know that during COVID, the last thing you want to do is be going into a doctor's office, sitting in a waiting room, putting on the mask. Um, no one wants that. That's where BetterHelp is perfect. It's all done online, super convenient. 
Uh, it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and they offer financial aid, and they're available worldwide, which is wonderful. Uh, there's also a broad range of expertise available, which may not be available locally in many areas. You never know, you may live in a rural area. Um, they may not have a specific type of uh, counselor that you're looking for. So that's where BetterHelp also comes in handy. Uh, they offer licensed professional counselors who are specialized in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem, as you name it. That's a lot of checked boxes. Uh, anything you share is, of course, confidential. Uh, the website is convenient, professional, affordable. They do have testimonials on their website if you want to go check it out. Uh, they have so many people using BetterHelp right now that they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. So also, if you're a counselor and uh, you're having tough times during COVID, maybe head over to BetterHelp and see if you can get yourself a job. You never know. Uh, if you want to start living a happier life today, as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com J-R-E-E. Join over 1 million people taking charge in their mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash J-R-E-E for your 10% discount off your first month. Guys, go check them out. Thank you so much. Guys, this episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Lucy Nicotine. Lucy Nicotine is a company founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers looking for a better and cleaner nicotine alternative. Finally, tobacco alternatives that don't suck. Research and developed for three years. It is made for people, not patients. Lucy has created a nicotine gum with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three lovely flavors. They have wintergreen, cinnamon, and pomegranate. Lucy has also created a lozenge that has four milligrams of nicotine, and it comes in a cherry ice flavor. Each one of these flavors tastes incredible. Trust me, like I said, I've tried the pomegranate. It is incredible. The best part about this product, it's convenient and discreet. You can enjoy this product anywhere, anytime, on a flight, at work, on the go, even in the gym. Guys, it's 2020. It's time to get rid of your cigarettes, unplug your vape, throw out your dip, and get some Lucy nicotine gum or lozenges. This is the real deal. A subscription to Lucy comes directly to your door each month. It's so simple. You don't even have to leave your house because Lucy has delivery down. The JREE listeners go to lucy.co, that's L-U-C-Y dot C-O, and use the promo code J-R-E-E to get yourself 20% off all products, including the gums and lozenges. Again, that's lucy.co, and use the promo code J-R-E-E at checkout. Warning, this product contains nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Lucy.co, don't forget that promo code J-R-E-E. Vert. Name and a number. Vert? That's all you're going to say? Vert. Terry Vert. No, I was trying to be mysterious. Number? Okay. 1577. There you go, Kay. So mysterious. You're getting there, man. Well, no, this was, this third astronaut going in, I was like, what's this going to be? He was the best astronaut. By far. And there's no disrespect to Commander Hadfield. Um, no disrespect. No disrespect. Just a totally different type of guy. Like, he didn't come off as a know-it-all at all, even though guy has he knows done everything. a shit ton when it comes to, like, space travel. and Listen, Hatfield's the kind of guy who got up and booed out loud in the theater during Gravity and had to be asked to leave. <laughs> yeah, let's not forget that. Well, that doesn't mean we have to disrespect like him. Like, the only movie I've ever done that in is Schindler's List. 
You got up and booed? No, of course. Oh, oh that fell flat. Yeah. Sorry, man. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we need the car wreck button. Um, but uh, he was the best by far of the astronauts. Yeah. With his I perspective agree. Yeah. and how he talked about it. Like, even the. Um, I never thought about the laundry. Because I think he's also the astronaut to stay the longest. Well, it's interesting that they can decide their own clothes they wear up there but it's it stuck up there like it can't you're in ugg boots <laughs> fucking track pants just a total slob well, up he there. said he was like deciding what sweaters he was gonna bring up and well specific sweaters and you only get to do laundry well you well, don't do laundry you don't do laundry but how often do you shower like what did he say every 14 days or something if, even then simon it's not a normal shower like it's just, it's yeah. weird. Water doesn't act the same. It's weirdness, man. And he communicated that you always feel like what you're is falling. The, what does the water do? Does it like literally? It's in balls. And what do you do with the balls? You just take them and like smush yeah. them? Yes, like yes. You smush in your face. Is that right? Yeah. You can watch it. Yeah, there's a bald astronaut who demonstrates how he washes his face and head. And he like. Using the balls. Using the balls. The water oh, of water balls, balls yeah. I was like using his balls? No. But then he was discouraging talking about how the treadmill could destroy the space station. Yeah. A hundred million pound ship. But because there's no like. Because the momentum of the. Do you think that they're recorded all the time up there? Video? Yeah. Like uh, closed circuit cameras. Constant feed? Yeah. Probably. Because back in the day, they definitely weren't. Because guys like... Um, no, because they could turn off their Vox. And who was the... You know, there were the two guys on the moon? Yeah, Neil and Buzz. Were there? You know them. Okay, let's pretend that that narrative is true. There were the two guys on the moon, and there was the one guy waiting in the ship. This guy's pretty sure it happened. Who was the guy waiting in the ship? Uh, Whoever he was. He was running all sorts of side experiments. Like, weird fucking... He wasn't just planning on how to get back? He no. jerked off. Let's all be clear. No, I really, maybe well, he did some sex magic. Like has anyone was, jerked off in space? Well, that guy has the best opportunity, right? Well, that's Alone, the most is, no, you're not going to get caught. This is where I was going, but I was going to say, do you think there's ever been sex up in For space? For sure. Yes, I do. And that finish must be hilarious. Well, imagine like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Push me back to the other end. <laughs> you go to the other end of the ship. Let's see how long I can shoot this. It's so gross. That's the one question he did not ask. Have anyone jerked off in space? No, they must wear space? condoms. And he was in space no for finish. two it's years. It's a silly question. Yeah. He obviously jerked off in space. Is it obvious? It, it, no, dude, that it is... was obvious. Why did Joe, Joe not ask asked. that? <sighs> I, did, I, I never thought of it, Matt. It's not obvious. I, I think to Joe thing. still wants to have other astronauts on and like... But it seemed like these Did guys you jerk were there. off in space is, I don't know. Well, no, but there's a nice way to ask that. You're up there for 200 days. Yeah. Do you get a chance 200 to days, that's relieve not two years. yourself? Is it, we know that two like, years. when you get too much buildup, you start making crazy decisions. He just opens the hatch. <laughs> he thinks he sees like a girl yeah. out there. It's like the sirens. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. what the aliens yeah. do, man. Yeah. <laughs> eight kilometers, eight kilometers a second. 
I, that's the one question I, what I think was you that? would have asked. Eight kilometers. That's how much, how fast. That's you how come. fast you're fucking moving up there. That's how fast your load would. Do. Well, so technically, if you're moving that fast, yeah, your load. So you're shoot. You would probably shoot the fastest load known to man. That would go right. That's like Superman <laughs> no. uh, having sex with Lois Lane. <laughs> yeah, just shoot right through her backside. Yeah, who's that comedian who does that remember. whole bit? It would uh, go right through the ship. It could. Yeah. Well, that's all Theo was saying. The exercise machine. It's so fucking fragile. Like we can't do shit. Yeah, we are not ready to go somewhere. Live on Mars when we have to worry about running tre treadmills being the downfall of our civilization. Yeah, I heard this guy on Lex's <laughs> podcast this week. That's was the funny. smartest thing Come ever because they were talking about Lex was like, "Well, Elon, his whole idea is to send us to Mars to repopulate." And the guy goes, "Yeah, well, that makes no sense, and that's not really what he's doing." And then Lex is like, "What do you mean?" And he's like, "Well, he's like, there's nothing on Mars." He's like, so what do you build? He's like, there's nothing to grow. There's nothing. He's like, you can't repopulate Mars. And then this guy brought up that you can't terraform it either because there's no magnetic field. You can't have atmosphere. So we can't do shit on Mars. We can't do fuck all on Mars. Well, I, down the road, I might have a solution for that. Oh, I can't wait. Is it going to be AI? No, no. Oh. Well, maybe AI will assist in it. But Should I ask my question or do you want to go? You just ask. What is it? Um... Well, it's not really a question, but that's a really fucking good point. Um, why is, what is going on? Like Mars is a big deal right now. So it's one of two things. Okay, go on. It's one of two things. It's either a buzzword where he's trying to do some space exploration of some type and he's just using Mars as this like carrot, right? <coughs> but like, what's the point of fucking going there? Really, what we should be doing, sorry, so the second thing was, um, otherwise, it's a, that's, what is he up to, right? Like, what's, what's the actual plan? If it's not to get to Mars, to repopulate, to give us a new place to live, then is he up there actually mining asteroids? Like, let's just get the truth, you know? Anyways... If, we, if he was really serious about living somewhere else, mm -hmm. the moon is the place. No, neither of them are. It's close enough to Earth. Okay. That, like, what's the trip to the moon? I don't know, two days? It's less time to get from fucking New York to L.A. driving. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not far. So that's the type of place, look, if there's a problem, we can help. Is it two days? Mars, you're fucked, the moon, man. I think it's a little longer than that. If it's 10 days, it's yeah. it's not. No, no, no. What's the trip to Mars, Maddie? Three years, this yeah. guy said. And he said to you, Mars, you yeah. come back. I'll find out how, how long does it take to get to the moon. It's possible, you know what I mean? But I don't think it's possible because our space stations are so fragile. Anyways, my point is, I don't think that anything we hear right now about what they're space traveling is actually what's going on. Not that they're not going to space. I definitely think that's happening. Takes about three days. Just what's going on up in the the um, sky ocean? Yeah, two hundred forty thousand miles. How? Sorry, repeat, Maddie. Three days. Three days. Approx it takes about three days. It says here. Yeah. I mean, if you can get through the uh, Van Allen Belt, you're gold. So Mars is a red herring or something you're saying? I I, I think I agree with this guy who was on. Uh, well, he was Lexus talking about. Show. He was like, population is our fucking problem. That's what this guy said, which is interesting because Matt Iglesias, who someone pointed out, that's not his last name. Moxie apparently is, but Matt Iglesias is not that guy's real name. His real name is like Matt Redding or something. He chose Iglesias? 
He's a Vox reporter. Wants to be. A, he doesn't want to be a white guy. He's a Jew. Well, I don't know. Now he's a Jew with the last name Iglesias. So that's the weirdest thing I've ever. That's heard. not Jewish. Iglesias. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's a common Jew I mean, name. I've never met one, but like I'm not that well traveled. Maybe in like the Greenbergs, Israel. the Leibowitz, the Iglesias <laughs> just rolls off the tongue. I'm going over to the Iglesias's for Seder dinner. Hanukkah. That works, right? Hanukkah. They make a lovely matzo ball soup. Like what the fuck? Anyway, what were we oh. talking about? He said the Russian language was impossible to learn, but he to knows speak it. it. No, he said to be fluent unless you grew up in it. Do you believe that? Do I believe that? Well, I mean, I can't argue with it. I've never tried to learn Russian. Did you ever see Firefox? What is Firefox? Firefox was a Clint Eastwood movie. About? An American pilot who could speak fluent Russian, which the Russians had a secret plane that responded only to voice commands. And it was a super mm. jet could do no, everything. No, I, I have not so seen So it's like that. Kit, but a jet? But the movie's but Russian. heavy. Okay. Like, Who was the lead? <clears throat> Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood, right. Yeah. Did uh, you guys ever see The Right Stuff? As was my next point, yeah. Oh, well, there you go. I never saw it, no. It's actually a really good movie. It's one of the first movies I saw that had tits in it. Okay. Like, that were, you were allowed to watch. It was like... You, I don't remember you, I the could watch tits this scene. What was the tits scene? They're in a bar, and on the stage, there's a... It's more of a burlesque. I remember my dad making me watch it as a kid. Yeah. And having no, like, um, understanding of them breaking the sound barrier. It wasn't something that my brain could handle at the time, I guess. But you, you loved the movie. I liked the movie just as, like, it was a good, it ended up being a good movie when I was a kid. It's a good movie now. It's just a good movie. Yeah, definitely. Well, it's what inspired him. I'm sure it inspired a lot of those guys. But is that true that Chuck Yeager had, that's his name, right? The broomstick to shut the door? The, he broke his arm and he did that flight? Like, uh, is that in the movie? I don't uh, remember At that. first, I thought he was talking about him blasting off. No. But that wouldn't make sense. Because what do you really do as a steering, as a captain? Like, of sure the planes? Of a rocket. Well, you do a lot. I'd probably not on blast off. On blast off, though, exactly. Like coming up to the moon and getting ready for the orbits and I all you, of that. I think shit. you do the one arm. I think the breaking the speed of sound is way more impressive. Well, that you're like you know how when Joe talks about it, how it um, tunnel vision, tunnel vision, like so you're having to still be totally accurate while that's happening. It's that's it's there was crazy. a video on Reddit the other day of someone landing and. Maybe some sort of jet on an aircraft carrier, but it's like the POV of the pilot. So it's like a GoPro on his helmet. Get the fuck out of How here. How fast they have to come in? Dude, well, first of all, he's, well, that's insane. Because it hits You see him, well, hold on. He makes right? a pass over it first, right? So he passes over it going one way, and then he does a super long bank turn. And like, I mean, again, it, it would help if I had my peripheral. Right, because because I can't move my head, I don't get to see exactly what he's seeing. I'm just stuck on this view. But yeah, to see how fast he fucking comes in and like, dude, when the cord catches the plane, you just see him in the cockpit like, it's fucking insane. Yeah, that's not a job I would want to do. Well, yeah, you would hate flying. Well, at least you'd be alone up there. Yeah, no, that's not why I would not want to oh, okay. do it. It's because that's it's different. That you kind of have your own. What's crazy? What's crazy about this guy is uh, he was a test pilot. Like pilots fly things that test pilots. 
chest. Yeah. And what does that sound? Is that your chair? It might be my chair. I hope it has been going the whole time. It's fucking. Do you hear it? I, I think I just heard it. <laughs> Anyways, what was I talking about? Test pilots. They have to test all the. <laughs> <laughs> now it's all I hear. He's a test pilot. Optus with chairs are losing up, but he's a test pilot flying all these doctors that own their own private jets. Fighter jets. Is that what he was saying he was doing? That's what he's saying. There is a. That's how they. I thought he just meant like the military had a new jet and he tested it out. But I he, thought said, he asked him if he flew a MiG and like a super retro planes. He's like, yeah. And it's like these rich guys buy them. Oh, that part. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that I couldn't believe. Well, yeah. they also said that they had certain planes that they didn't have that they'd bring, let them fly. And then they'd let the rich guy fly one of their planes to it was like Th- a. That's another level. Well, I just don't understand. Where are you like? Because I've never just seen a MiG flying around. <laughs> Dude, I saw a crazy jet flying around there. I told you guys. So think about it. Imagine that's just some rich guy. There's Terry Matthews. Just I would flying. not feel good. <laughs> yeah, about there you that. go. Like the only thing that made that okay was that I assume it was a military drill. Now you know what? Who knows? You know, like if you if we ever get invaded by another country or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, aliens, when you, it won't be, it'll be different. That'll be different. But if it was another country and you just see like, you know, army of planes start flying over, that must be fucked, man. Well, that happened. I know. And they, the Pacific was a lot lot slower than they would now. On purpose. Well, it doesn't matter. Now you'd be killed by a drone. You wouldn't even know the plane was there. But imagine a huge web of drones in the sky. I re- Have you ever heard an A-10 Warthog bomber? The sound is the sound alone is some of the scariest fucking shit ever. And they just make pass after pass. It's like the machine of the plane. It's the it's dropping like it drops like hundreds of bombs at a time. So it's just fucking and dude, the sound it makes is so fucking scary. I couldn't imagine just like hearing that near your home. Fucked. I um, rewatched Cowboys and Aliens. <coughs> Have you watched that? No. With, you rewatched it. Well, because I watched it a long time ago, and I just re-watched I understand what it. rewatching is. I watched it. Yeah. Whatever. Um, I just can't believe that you watched that twice. What's his name? Which Timothy I totally Oliphant. forgot. No. No. Oh. No. It's uh, James Bond. Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. Yeah. And Harrison Ford, which I totally forgot. And it's directed by the guy who did Swingers, Iron Man, yeah, John Favreau. John Favreau, and it's actually not a bad movie. Hmm. Well, aliens are in it. Yeah, well, aliens attack. It's the Wild West. Well, of course, it's a. Uh, listen, they on Ancient Aliens. Listen, hear me, on Ancient <laughs> Aliens, uh, they do a whole thing on aliens in the Old West. So, like, some of these are. They're not just, it's not just science fiction. It could just be science fiction, but it's, there is some root to all of this, you know? It's interesting, I'm telling you. And did you watch Cowboys and Aliens before and then rewatch it? And didn't like it the first time I watched it. Now, being so much more into Aliens and just appreciating the genre more now, I think. Does it make you side both with the Cowboys and the aliens? No, you the movie? do not side with the aliens. The Never. aliens are pure evil in this one. And that's, they that's not a good message. come in these ships and they take the people. That's mm-hmm. not a good message. 
it's not the message that the that would make people feel at ease. No, no. But I don't think it's possible because they would just destroy us if they could. Well, I was just talking to a friend of ours last night because. What are we in the mob? We're say I was saying <laughs> we've, we've been saying that um, like something new comes out every day. The leak is the leak is happening. It, it, disclosure is upon us, and it's just a, like a slow release, <clears throat> but not that slow. It. Did you hear the latest? Well, I sent it to you. Did you read that shit? No, you sent it to me. Yeah. Yeah. That's a crazy article, man. Oh, I was gonna yeah, I was gonna bring that up in the post. Oh, you want me to wait? I can wait. We'll wait for that. Um. No, fuck that. Okay. Um, As Kamara's chair is like, maybe, maybe. <laughs> That's crazy. So Kamar sent me an article. It's all about the Israeli... Um, general. I, I sent it to you, it. Yeah. right? Yeah. Um, the Israeli general who is saying exactly what Paul Hellyer said. It's pretty much the exact same story. 12 races, intergalactic federation. We've been working with them for a long time. That's cool, man. <laughs> like, And that the reason why we don't know more is because the world can't handle the truth. Well, they know exactly how they wanted to release it. And I think, you know, there are probably a couple of times where maybe they were going to do it and backpedaled at the last second or saw how it was happening and just went, no, that we can't d disclose that, you know? Well, it comes down to... Who they are. Who are the human beings making the decision? What's the chain of command on it? Like, well, according to knowing and dying. that Israeli guy, there are certain countries that are in contact with the aliens, the Americans being one, the Israelis being another. Yeah, that Israeli general said a lot of things. He did, yeah. He said there's people on Mars. Yeah. Well, and He's like we have a little problem. Maybe you can help us to get. If that's the case, look. If you know, if that is the case, if there is a intergalactic federation, then the moon is not what they're telling us, right? Like there's probably all sorts of shit going on on the moon. Yeah, I mean, if if this is the situation, everything's out the window. Right. Yeah. Right. You, you know so, what I mean? It doesn't matter if they're. <laughs> So, but this guy was up in space. This guy was up in space for a long time. Yeah. At the space station. So if you really wanted to like, you know, keep the ruse going, you could make this space station. Everybody has to go to it, all the different countries. So no matter where, you don't have anybody exploring space. You get my drift? Well, I think they have to be in a space station for a hundred years to understand space enough to, to go to the next level to travel through space. Like, if there is an intergalactic federation, like yes. the Israeli guy said, everything is out the window, Kamar. Obviously, they have the means to travel. I was disappointed um, that this article that we're all talking <clears throat> about came out. What, Maddie? But they did not discuss it. So your contention is that because there's an intergalactic federation, we have the technology to fly anyway, much further than yeah. why? I, I assume that if there is an intergalactic federation that we're in contact with and have been for a long time, they have probably got here. I don't think necessarily we've gotten there, okay. but that technology exists. So if they want, you know, we're probably sharing it. If we're in some sort of like <clears throat> federation, 
I would imagine that they're giving us the means to get to their places. Well, I could be wrong. Well, I would just, I'm only going to say you're it wrong. Exists. Assuming I'm, it's some sort of physical travel. Simon, I'm only going to say you're wrong because like we're in a bunch of federations, but we don't share shit with anyone else or the states. Yeah. Okay. Like, fair enough. Maybe though that, you know, that's one that we probably would really want and we would figure out a way to barter what we needed with them. There's probably something on earth that was something they wanted and like our women or something. I don't well, know. What about how he says that earth is just small enough for us to get off of? What does that mean? Exactly? He said if the earth, yeah, there earth was some was crazy bigger, equation that if it was bigger, we wouldn't be able to leave. The gravitational pull would, would be pull so us much back. stronger. That's crazy. Imagine that was the thing that was holding us back. What's even crazier is imagine if we never figured that out and then we sent someone to like a larger planet and then they were just stuck oh, there. Oh, but with the whole plan that they had to land Dude, they could, they could never. Well, that's what I'm it saying. Like the plan is, yeah, Earth. we got them We got them to the planet, but then we couldn't get them back because of some untaught. Dude, that's of, an amazing science fiction premise. One of many we've had on the show. Yeah, no, but that's really good. I like that a lot. If I was an author, I would write that. Yeah. I just thought that was weird because if we have that technology... There must be a technology that can surpass that. I think. Yeah, but I think that. I think he's saying I think that equation is based on rocket propulsion. And if we had a tic tac type thing, then you could get off of any size planet. Yeah, there you go. It was anyway. That's based on uh, human capability. Because he was talking about he was talking about uh, the equation was like super basic. It was like uh, you can only go as fast energy, as whatever's yeah. coming out the yep, back. Yep, that yep. sort of thing. But that's like partly. Like, I'm like, destroying that. By the way, the Earth, like a Goldilocks planet, is just the right size to get off of. Yeah. But then they, they took a turn, which is so interesting about uh, evolution and stuff. Even though he's a he's a Christian man yeah. of God, um, the evolution of the eyeball. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. They said it took like four, two million years for an eyeball to evolve to what it is. Okay. And uh, if you have your phone on your side and you look, it looks crooked. Can you imagine our eyes evolve that they turn? Like instead of going like this, they actually turn. It'd be weird. Why though? Well, you'd have to you'd have so to have like, like look behind you. You'd have to have like a hundred generations of people lying on their side. Well, it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> Why we're all just what's eating Gilbert graping ourselves? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Possibly, but just the just the evolution of the eyeball. It'll be something, Maddie, like you'll have a screen. In your eye, right? That'll so you're watching TV, mm-hmm. and it'll be like that's the most comfortable position is lying on your side for whatever reason. That'll get everybody going. Is what I'm suggesting. Then, yeah, I understand. I don't hate it because it, it, it. And we're talking like a long period of time. That what he talked about was how uh, Jimmy Carter wanted to make America go metric. Yeah, and lost the election <laughs> lost the because election. of it. Yeah, and that is in a nutshell, America. Yeah, like fuck you, we ain't changing it. Yeah, like for better for worse. That That's is such so a cool funny, thing. Eh? That's too much. The only one Jimmy of two Carter holdouts was a in the huge world. UFO guy. He was he was your hero, man. I don't know about my hero, but he was. Uh, you like the metric system? Was, I guess I like the metric system. He was didn't he? I think there's a aliens metric system. And smoking weed on the White House with uh, Willie Nelson. Did he? I think so. While he was president? I think so. No. Really? I I can't look it up right now. Mm. That's an immediate Mm. (laughs) reelect. But here's where we get to my crazy scientific theory. Mm. He talked about how crazy space junk is. 
Yeah, and how much there is up there. How, like, it's insane. And he said, it's, if you figure out how to get rid of space junk, you'll be a very rich person. Because it has to be done. But no, because who? that's the thing, though, is we know from the market that, like, it's like the environment. No one, who who's paying you to clean up space? He, he said there was a market for it, and it was a huge opportunity, I believe. Yeah, I, I hear that all the time, though, and I'm just wondering, like, well, where that I, money comes from. Do you want from. to hear what mine is? Yeah, sure. Please. You're blasting off a giant magnet. Because that's the way that the, they leave. They go around, and you get bigger until you get into another thing's orbit. They don't go like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you can think about it. The yeah. rocket ship? What are yeah. you talking about? Yeah, ship leaving So you're blasting atmosphere. off Earth. You blast They're... off Earth and you start going like that. You do these things? But they get bigger till you get to another gravitational source and then you orbit it. Okay. You know what I mean? I didn't know that. That's kind of cool. You don't, It's just not a straight line. No, you don't go straight up. No. Well, no wonder it takes so long to get everywhere. So you launch this. Well, you're having to like backpedal all the time. Well, that's just because you have to break through the Earth's atmosphere, and it's easier to do on an you angle see, than straight through. We weren't meant to travel in space yet. We were supposed <sighs> to like have a thing, so it was just you, boom, you, boom. You can't go straight out. That's why re-entry oh. is so insane, Simon. Because right. re-entry, they're breaking through the Earth's atmosphere, going in a fucking yeah. straight. They line. are which doing is, the straight line, which yeah, is man. very much like you know how when you're deep underwater, not to do this again, but you're deep underwater and you can't come up. Right, too fast, or you get the bends. The bends, you know? yeah. It's just the same kind of idea. No, but okay, I'm with you. You see where I'm going. So you take this giant magnet and you shoot it into space. I'm with I'm goes. with Matt. I want to know why, um, why, like, why is this space junk worth it to somebody to remove? Because they soon will not be able to get out of it. I get it. So that's why the government would want to. That's get what rid I'm saying. There would have to be a whatever like government wants Elon, to go up contract, there. Elon or whatever, because he's doing something up there. You know what? It's whoever's going to go and mine the asteroids is going to have to deal with the space junk. You could also, you could probably argue that if you could use Kamar's magnet and get it back to Earth safely, that you could recycle all that. No, that's not the plan. Okay, well, that's out the window. What's yeah, the plan then? So you blast off this. Oh, there's the, more. Oh, I thought he was done. No. Sorry, dude. Sorry, <laughs> Kamar. You blast off the space magnet. Yeah. And now it starts his orbit. And as it goes, and it turns into this huge magnetic orb snowball. That just is will. pulling like the space station towards it. But and- it orbits all its way over to Mars. And there's magnetic space junk. Creates a magnetic field for Mars, so you could have terraformer. Can I put? Can I point out one massive flaw in your <laughs> in, in your thing? <laughs> um, you're probably gonna fly by some satellites, are you not? Well, and I just said you're gonna pull the space station you towards innocent you. Innocent victims. Yeah. <laughs> no, the, the, there'll be some collateral damages. Like you guys know that Elon's Elon's internet thing is up now, right? Free, Starlink free or whatever. It's not free. It's super cheap, high speed internet. Can I, we get it here? I don't know. You'd have to look into it. But apparently you just buy this box and you set it up. And even in like inclement weather and stuff, you can get like, now again, I'm on a gigabyte a second. So to me, it's not high speed, but I live in a place where I can get super fast internet. But if you lived in like rural somewhere, like let's say you lived in Northern Ontario, you could buy Elon's thing, set it up and get like a hundred megabytes a second, which is pretty good for wherever the fuck. Have you ever seen the Kingsman? No. 
that's sort that's sort of what that's about. He he gives everyone a chip, a free uh, SIM card for their phone. Phones. Okay. But it's super cheap, a great service, but it's to manipulate by everyone at the same time. Mm-hmm. It gives uh, mind control. Ah, oh, like five. Like the 5G. Not like the 5G. Fuck off. Uh, Anyways, <laughs> that's how you get rid of space junk and create a magnetic field around Mars. Good one, Kamara. I like bingo, that. Bingo, bingo. fun idea. So you think that your giant magnet alone will create a magnetic field on Mars? It and all the space junk it collects as it proceeds. Everything. But you realize it doesn't get stronger, right? The magnetic field, the more junk it picks up. No, no, I don't know that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't prove that, but you cannot disprove we'll it. We'll figure out a way to turn it into a bigger magnet. <laughs> you have my, my bad. nuclear, like, uh, what's it called? So when you said AI wasn't involved, you're actually wrong, because you're going to need AI. A- AI, I know. You said, is it involved in AI? And I said, no, well, maybe a bit. Okay, because there's definitely some X factor. But that sure. might be our road to riches. And it's like, you think, yeah, how could you just think of this? all of a sudden they talked about how this thing called graphene just got discovered because they were trying to lift uh pencil shavings off a piece of paper you don't remember talking about graphene no i don't remember that at is all. that it's, the new uh carbon like uh hexagon it's whatever. like the smallest something could be and it's the best conductor stronger than everything it's just fragile to work with but uh it's sort of like the miracle thing. Well, that sounds like that alien wing that you pick up and has no weight, and you know? To solve your fragile space station problems. Mm-hmm. But that just, that just feels like a real uh, X-factor thing he was talking about. Uh, do you remember in, uh, was it Star Trek, the movie? They have to invent uh, transparent aluminum okay. to save the whales. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's in Star Trek 3. Three, yeah. Or four. And so they go, and they do time travel. Yeah, that's my favorite one. And they and they get there to um, save the whales, but they need to build these tanks. So they go to Loom Company and go, here's a, like the CAD pad or the yeah. plans. Like, what is this? And all of a sudden they make transparent That's how aluminum. it happens, man. And they're like, that's. and what if it's like the shift in time is like, who's to say you didn't invent it? Listen, I feel really like sheepish almost because I didn't really realize until today. Look, Elon, like, uh, no, I really, I really want you guys to to hear me on this because he is, there's no reason, but Mars is out of the question. Like now that I'm really like, you know, it's out, it's out. So he's up to something up there. And it's something he doesn't want to tell. Um, what if he is up there, like, mining asteroids? Which would be fine. I'd have no problem with that, you know? We'd have uh, cheaper phones. You'd have cheaper everything. And no, uh, conflict-free or phones. How do, you fig- really I'm, how do you figure? How do you figure it would be cheaper? Conflict, bringing, how do you figure free. that bringing... Because there, because there are so, there's so much up there that one asteroid is like a hundred times yeah, all the to deposits get it back on Earth. Yeah, I don't think that's a problem. I think I, I think that they have the the here? means to do that. Okay, it. We just said it was a three year trip. So you think they have the means to just to go to, to Mars. an asteroid? No, just to an asteroid, Matt. Yeah, but you said he's going to Mars to no, mine I asteroids. I don't think he's going to Mars. That's what I mean. The asteroids are close. They're well, they are. They're not far. Like, there's an asteroid belt that... Is that part of Earth? 
not part of Earth. <laughs> no. No, think about it. No. The, the weight of, the weight of Earth. Yeah. Whatever that oh, is. Oh, is it in its orbit? That weight never changes, right? It's never half the weight of Earth leaves Earth. So it's half as it's always the same. Right? What you consider Earth. Everything that's not in the sky. That the Earth. The planet. Yeah. Yeah. What? That's the weight of the planet. Yeah, but what's on top of the planet? Gets heavier all the time, doesn't it? I don't know it? what you're talking What's about. What's on top of the planet? The weight of the planet. Any asteroids or anything outside is not part of the... That's not part of the weight of the Earth. Weight of the Earth. No, correct. Yeah. What does that have to do with anything we're I don't know about? at all, but you are correct. Oh, he's not wrong. I'm just saying... It just doesn't just belong a non in this sequitur. conversation. I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking about blasting stuff into space, weren't we? Yeah, but that's like all of a sudden... Elon being up there up to no good. Yeah. Not up to no good necessarily, but definitely like with this false narrative... And that just makes me really suspicious. Okay, that's what I was... Is it interesting bringing a weight into the planet? Do you do you understand what he's trying to I think to what he's saying, out? if we mine an asteroid and yeah. bring, like, I don't know, 500 tons of coltan back... Is that going to, like, push the Earth down and put us out of orbit? That weight never changes. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but Kamar, saying that weight never changes is weird. The Earth itself... Yes, the weight doesn't change, but everything on top of the Earth, we keep piling shit on. You realize that, right? But, but there used like to be buildings. a billion people. There used to be a billion people. Oh, I see what now you're saying. Now there's eight billion. The, the, weight, the weight doesn't never change. change, man. It does, though, because they now 3D print. No. What they, the fuck are you guys talking about? Okay. Okay. So what Kamar exists. is saying, Matt, but he's not necessarily right. I'm not sure if he's wrong. He's saying, okay, so you build a building. Yeah. You're building that building out of brick. Yeah, that whatever. exists from the earth. Okay, that, It's all coming that from weight. somewhere. The weight is not changing. We start bringing asteroids Okay, what about people? What about earth. people? That's interesting. That's that's one that... That's no, but people die and people get born. There's a no, but, certain... Ooh, no, 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 but hold on. Ooh, the people there's stop. There's a certain weight No, 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 there isn't. No, there isn't. Because there used more. to be a billion people. Now there's eight. So there's no balance there at all. That weight... That weight is the extra. No, that's but, the race. but that's, that's not the that race. doesn't change what he's saying. That just makes it worse. Like you can't bring down as many minerals because we have too many people. In order to get all the coltan we're gonna need to feed the phones to make them cheap enough, we're gonna have to do away with a lot of people. And whatever other oh, to balance the weight. <laughs> to, to balance, balance the, weight. the weight. Oh. It's a weight issue. It's and and maybe it's a cosmic weight issue, you know? But like Randall Carlson and uh can't talk about what the impact of say a huge meteor extinction event that's one of the things we think definitely happened right a change of weight to the planet they never talk about that they talk i've heard them i've heard people uh suggest that maybe when the asteroid hit it changed the axis of earth and could have then changed that moment forward going forward everything yeah, right? Like right. our gravity could have been way different and because of some asteroid hitting us. I think that may be possible. I've never heard like the extra weight of said asteroid. But who knows? I'm man. thinking in unbelievable masses of bringing this meteor to Earth. I guess it goes slowly, but I don't know. Well, He's not talking about bringing a meteor to Earth. He's talking about flying to a meteor, yeah. mining stuff on yeah. the meteor, and then bringing it You're back. You're still bringing back a substantial amount of weight. He's just misunderstanding. You're not, though. That's what I'm explaining well, you to you. Are, you are. It, like, it, let, it let's say matter. here, Matt, you're able to mine um, 
a hundred million pounds of ore. Yeah. Up there, you're able to mine a billion pounds. Yeah. What I'm of telling ore. you though is that you're not really because we don't have the ships and the capability to be bringing back hundreds of tons at a time. Don't don't you do don't it. know what Elon is doing. Okay. There. What about the weight we lose? When Neither we burn do you. Something? Let me just suggest something. Okay. Let's just say he they were up there building some massive like space station. Mm-hmm. Okay. Huge, huge, huge. That's what they fill with all the minerals, and then they. So get how that is he building this huge space station on Mars? I don't know. They've been sending a lot of shit. Not on Mars. There's no Mars, Maddie. So Mars you think? You, but again, let, I'm, so let me figure this out. An asteroid with no orbit around the sun. You think that he's building a space station on said asteroid? No, I think he's building like the same way there's a uh, our space station, whatever you call it. Well, we don't have a space station, but the International Space Station. Yeah, that yeah. thing. Sure. He has something like that up there too that he's been building all along. And that's why he sent so much shit up there. That's why he sent his car up there because he's racing it around an indoor track. And that changed the weight of the planet. Those raw materials. Yeah, seriously. What is wrong with you? (laughs) No, it's just that sort of... uh, Anyways. It's a fun premise. I like it. It was just fun. I'm sorry. I took it too far. Um, (laughs) Then they went off on James Bond. Well, yeah. yeah, and I love James Bond. What what did they go off on? I don't remember. Well, who's first of the all, they James? shot on Roger Roger Moore's, and like as catty as they might be, those are great fucking well, movies. No, but this is what I want to say. Roger Moore is one of my favorite James Bond. But what's the f- best Fully James agree. Bond? The best James Bond. I mean, Daniel Bond Craig is Daniel realistically Craig. is, yeah. but also you, it's Most not recent. fair. Those movies yeah. are made with like a different fucking feel to them. They feel like real boys. Boys, I loved Roger Moore. I loved him. Yeah, I loved I all love Roger worst. Uh, oh, one. Roger Lazenby. Well, yeah. And then Timothy Dalton. Yeah, of course. But don't forget, too, yes. the Roger Lazenby movie. James Bond gets married in that Oh, no, movie. no. I'm sorry. Pierce Brosnan. Come on. No, I he always I always wanted him to be from Remington Steel, though. I know, but and he, then he got a shot. Ter- he could have done better. But. He is not James Bond. He's good Remington Steel. But he was all right. Yeah, he's, he's down there for sure. He was good before Daniel Craig was James Bond. He wasn't hated. He just was James Bond. And he was an improvement over Timothy Dalton. Our era was Roger Moore. That, that's all there is to it. But every time he had sex with a girl, she, she died. Like I remember. In real life? No, in the oh. movie. We would go to Florida would every. Know. We would go to Florida for March break. Not every year, but like a lot of years. And they always had a James Bond marathon on. And I remember watching it with my grandfather. But yeah, for sure. But if the you Roger were, Moore's were like, that was my shit. But if you're a bit younger. The man with the golden gun. Sean Connery, of course, would be your no, if you James were older, Bond. If you're older. If you're older. Sean Connery Young, younger is... Younger when... Yeah, yeah, yeah. When the movies were cheesier, he was a great James Bond. Yeah, like I said, you can't. it's tough to compare them throughout the eras. Like, once Pierce Brosnan became James Bond, they started really ramping it up to like Putting a, the money in. Yeah. yeah. And then once Daniel Craig became James Bond, it was a fucking franchise yeah. again. Well, because like, they were competing with Mission Impossible and get the fuck out of here. You know? I think they also realized they were like, we can market the shit out of this thing. But like, it's just... Oh, coolest. James Bond has a sick watch. Why don't we make it tag, yeah. tag Hauer? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, why doesn't Aston Martin... His car do you can know, be whatever. Do you know how much money they make off that shit? It's insane. Tons of cash. The, That's why they're not releasing it yet. That's what Joe didn't mention. They don't... They, they have obligations to these companies. So if you go to Aston Martin and you say, listen, we're making a movie. Do you want to give us $2 million and we're going to feature your car in X amount? And we promise you X amount of viewers in theaters. 
And if they don't release it in theaters, then they're contractually obliged to pay that money back. Interesting. It's kind of like the UFC. Those theaters uh, may never come back, so we'll see. I think we'll see it on a small screen before the big screen. But anyways, I want to do James Bond for the movie game. And you guys are big Roger Moore fans, so I'm choosing A View to a Kill. That's my favorite. No, Man with the Golden Gun. No, View to a Kill is the one with the snowboarding, eh? And the progression the is beginning. just good enough. They're all amazing. They're he, all amazing. I don't care what you say. on the ski hill. And it isn't View Hold to on. a Kill, Kamar, with... Um, Christopher Walken. The lady with the... Uh, Grace Jones. Grace, yeah, Grace Jones. Jones. Thank yeah. you, yeah. Listen. I'm about to go through The Man this. with the Golden Gun has a midget. It has open racism. It has everything you want in an old movie. It I, literally... I really like View to a Kill. Okay. Fair enough. You're allowed to be wrong. We're going to do both. It's the holidays. Okay, view to a kill. Wow. What year was that? It's the movie game where Matt and Simon go head to head to figure out what year a movie came out, how much the budget for the movie was, and how much it made. Starring Roger Moore, Tanya Roberts, Grace Jones, Patrick McInerney, oh, he's amazing, and Christopher Walken. Music by John Barry, but they had a big song also by Duran Duran. Ooh, might be giving too much away. But uh, yeah, I, I think James, uh, um, before Daniel Craig, Sean Connery was the coolest James Bond, but I grew up loving Roger Moore as James Bond. He's my James Bond, and sort of learned to like Sean Connery because of his work after, whereas Roger Moore sort of... <laughs> I just, Sean Connery is way cooler than Roger Moore. Yeah, exactly. So that's why he's the better Bond. But the technology of the shows was getting yeah. really better. Yeah, yeah. Like from the man to the golden gun to view to a kill. Listen, I don't know if you know this. The guy that played Goldfinger spoke zero English. And if you go back and watch the movie, it's dubbed. All his lines are dubbed. That'd be a great. Have you been wearing your hat like that the whole time? No, I, I just noticed? started. Okay. No. Jesus Christ. I thought I was so <laughs> dumb. <laughs> no, I just started. Are you ready, Simon? Yeah. I'm you have ready. a year? I'm ready, period. I'm ready for both, yeah. yeah exactly. I have a year. I have a year. I have 81. I have 84. 85. Fuck! Oh, you got to think about how old you were, man. 84, 85? Come on, I'm one year off. Yo, no, you're close, but you didn't get it. How do you think I feel? I was two, so real tough okay. one for me. So, you were two when it came out? Yes. But you do you do like it as a James Bond movie, if you do kill. It's not my favorite. You, it's not no, the man with the golden gun. Is your favorite? Uh, my mine is uh, what's the one on the spaceship? Moonraker. 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 That's the best. Okay, so what do you got, Maddie? Uh, I I just I'm just shooting in the dark here. I said twenty. I didn't even do points. Normally I do points. I said twenty million to make sixty-five million gross. Well, we're we're close. I said twenty-six million to make and seventy-six million gross. Budget thirty million. What did you say? Twenty-six. Box office, a hundred and fifty-two point four million. Yeah, man, James Bond used to clean up. It's it's been a franchise. Woo, woo, and you know what? With a twenty-six created by Albert Broccolini, thirty million dollars to make back in eighty-five or whatever. That's a ton of cash. Because they have to pay for uh, the song at the beginning. Like Kamar did a disservice by mentioning that Duran Duran. he helped me. Oh, to almost get the budget spot on? Maybe half of the uh, box office? I just remembered there was a lot that goes into a James Bond uh, production. 
But uh, now we'll play the secondary movie game. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, me too. What was the second one? Matt's Golden favorite. Gun. Golden Gun. Oh, shit. Both Roger Moore. They're both Roger Moore. Okay, so they're going to be close together. Which one's first? Okay. And watch sorry, me be watch me be even further off here. Roger Moore, Christopher Lee, and Hervé Hervé Vilchevi, the midget. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready as well. Who came closest with that, Simon? I guess we'll give it to you. So um, I said 1983. I said 79. 1974. Whoa! How long was he? Uh, he was the queen of uh, James Bond. See, I knew this one was the 70s. I fucking knew it. I was just off. Well, just a production value. Whether the movie's better. Did you say 74? Yeah. Fuck, I was five years off. Not even close. Not even close. Okay. You were way off, though. What did you say? I was way off. I said 83. Oh, oh my yeah. God, yeah. Way off. So what's the? what do you got? I said 25.4 to make. I said 22 to make. And I said 110. And I said 96. Seven million dollars to make. Wow! Wow! What the fuck! Wow! Yeah. Box office ninety-seven point six million. Oh Did my bang, god! Did you bang that 96. out? Ninety-six. Wow! That's enough for a victory. Yeah, we'll give you that one. Whatever. Oh, he was fucked. Fuck. fuck <laughs> That's no. crazy, man. And now we'll play the tertiary movie game. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> we'll go with. I actually like this game. Okay. Ready? Do you? Because you I lose. I you've I lost every time, but it's still we're, a fun game. Okay. No, I didn't lose last week. Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. He lost. Oh, did he? Okay. Oh, I, I think, think it was you. Lost. I, I think, think it was you, lost. but whatever. I think you lost. Did I? Okay, yeah, fine. Sure fine, fine, fine. Either fine. way, you folded under questioning pretty quickly there. Let's go. Doctor No. Why are you pointing at him? Oh, it's because we're going this uh, way I was now? Going, I was just, I switched okay. it up. Sorry. Okay, Doctor No. Holy shit. Um, You've got to say who James Bond is? Yeah. Uh, Sean Connery. Jesus Christ. The Rock. Um... Nicholas Cage. Leaving Las Vegas. See, we did this again. Oh, yeah. Now okay, stuck I'm going to no, do another no, no, one. Back I can get out of it. I can get I'm going to do a, Nicola, a different Nicholas okay, uh, uh, Cage movie. Um, this one will probably stump me. Uh, what's that stupid movie called? I hope you don't say the one I'm thinking of because I don't know anyone's name in it. Um, National Treasure. Yeah, I'm done. No, oh, that's it. So go back to the other one. Because Kamar can get Fine. out of Fine, Elizabeth Shue. Yeah. Rush. Oh, shit. What's that guy's name? Um, Rush? What the fuck? Oh. Jason Patrick. Oh, I can. I know one for you, too. Jesus. He always got clowned on Entourage. Jason Patrick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. totally. And I don't know if he's in on it or not. You know this, Maddie. Come on. Jason. Pa I can't yeah. even think of who Jason Patrick is. I'm going to help you. No, I lose. Oh. It's fine. Yeah, it's over. Lost Boys. Okay, yes, either way I lose. Yes, yeah. And then you, yes. you can go anywhere. Well, yeah, you from there so it opens options. it up. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. that was yeah. so close. Yeah. Oh, no, you can do a dead end. You can do Corey Haim. <laughs> you, <laughs> you just dead end someone, yeah. One hit wonder <laughs> yeah, someone, yeah. No, Corey Haim's well, then, in another yeah, show. Then you find Corey Feldman, then you back to Lost Boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they've all been the in infinite loop. The infinite loop. 
<laughs> you can't get away from Lost Boys. Yeah. Is that the movie game? Yeah, that was movie fun. games. Way to go. And yeah, he just always talked about, oh no, the one thing he said, he questioned whether what we know right now, there's enough raw materials for us to build a ship big enough with enough resources on it to go 60,000 light years or whatever it was. These nuts and bolts astronaut guys, which I can totally appreciate because they're obviously, you know, maybe building things up in space. Um, They're always looking at it from what we can do today. And I just think that's the wrong, like, oh no, that's not going to be how we get to the end game. After a thousand years of these space stations, then we'll know how to do that. And no, th- but if if it's aliens that are coming, I think that's interdimensional. Well, they, then they'll teach us to go interdimensionally. Well, according to you, they've taught us to go. In. Well, that, that's there, how there the Federation go. speak of all that. I believe has Simon's like. Be. Then we're five steps ahead of the game. No, I. I, I would just, go so far I, to say I, Stargate. I really believe that. Sure, Stargate. They told us how to build the Stargate. Or no, even better, they showed us where the Stargates were and what to build on top of them in order to use them. And but and so it's crazy that we're wasting all our time because at the end of the day you can't actually get physical stuff off a planet you leave a planet he's going to the weight again you know what i mean no you can't leave the planet you don't, we don't you don't build a giant ship and blast off to go to jupiter or further yeah that's not feasible well not right now yeah well he was saying resource wise you have to take the whole planet. To Even then, Simon, how do you bring enough? How do you bring enough water for everyone? And everything and everything. It, it just does, it doesn't. Yeah, make sense. it is. It doesn't make sense. It's you a futile have to, thing. Because um, he was talking about the thrusting and the lift. Like there has to be some sort of quicker. A ship that path. big would have to have a gas tank twenty billion times bigger. Well, the space travel would have to be people in some sort of stasis. Where you know they weren't or using interdimensional as many resources. That's all I'm no, I'm saying if you had to travel the distance, if there was no interdimensional. It was a they have the spaceships, but they still have to travel really far. You couldn't have what you're going to have four generations of people on I, the ship I before think the they reach you say their place. Travel distance wise, you're out of the conversation. Yeah, you just there can't. You go. It's, that's not, that's not part of the equation. It's got to be this or nothing. Bing or bang. Bing or bang. I like it. Come on. And I think after listening to this guy, Joe's going to uh, Space. find God. <laughs> well, in 200 days up there, this guy said he never saw aliens. I thought it was two years. No, I thought it was 200 days. No, it was 253 days. days. Oh. 253 days. So over the course of two years. So he, it's he, almost one year. Oh, over the course of two years. Gotcha. The craziest thing is we were talking about Moxie Marlin Spike yeah. last week, <laughs> almost drowning off the boat. Yeah. And he was talking, yeah, we were up there for four failures. Yeah, that's he nuts. wasn't supposed to be there that long, dude. But there's rockets blow up sometimes, and things don't work so out. So the only thing I can equate that to is one of the reasons I stopped flying. Okay. Okay. I used to fly a lot to New York City. Mm-hmm. One flight, you we had some turbulence. Nope. Oh. We got outside of New York, like we were preparing for descent, and the pilot said, "Oh." There's something I don't remember what it was a snowstorm what not something was block was preventing us from landing and he's like we just got to circle around for like 20 minutes let things figure themselves out three hours four later. and a half hours in the air dude like 
that's the you think you're on there. You've prepared yourself for a yeah forty minute flight. And you're, you're talking to someone who's been on the tarmac for four hours. I know. I this is why I know you can appreciate <laughs> yeah. this. Like, but in the air is almost. I don't know if it's worse. No, I know what it's you mean like, because up there you still like, you're like, you're like, if something goes wrong up here, we run out of fuel. I'm fucking dead. Where I'm at saying, least on the tarmac, yeah. I'm sitting there comfortably. I hate being in the I air gotcha. and plot, dude. But, but think about the airplane. The airplane always is just doing a loop. Like in that situation, like it, it's always just doing a loop. Okay. That's the only way it's going to get back on track to where it's going, right? Because right. you can't just, it can. can't just do a 90 degree. What a terrible huh? waste of gas and how bad I, on the fucking environment is that? Instead of re-diverting 20 minutes uh, to another airport, we're going to fly around for five hours burning up fuel up here. What if you just took parachutes? <laughs> Get off. You can't parachute out of a... <laughs> Save way the too high, man. Save the weight of the plane. It's not only that. It's the uh, the speed with which you're moving. Like You normally jump out of a Cessna moving at a certain speed. And I don't speed. think you can open the doors. When they're about to land? Well, of course you can't. But even then, you it, it's when you when you go out the door, it like it like... Fucking opens all your shit up. Okay. Decompression. I don't know if it's that, but well, you're right. You definitely can't jump from thirty thousand feet, first of all. And yeah, the plane would uh, be in some trouble. I was open the door. I wasn't sure about this podcast. Sorry, some of this your joints. I was saying this guy is super cool. Yeah, this guy was this was, guy, this guy just seemed like a fun guy. Seemed like you could have some beers with him. And seemed being, like he was open. Yeah, just honest, down to earth. Yeah. yeah. A lot yeah. of stuff too. He was like, I don't know. I'm just a fucking. I like that he was like, I don't know. I'm just a fucking pilot. It's like, yeah, but you've been to space. And he's like, no, well, no, that's he, weird too, isn't it? He's a scientist. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, a, a test pilot, uh, not just a, not just a Bill Burr. Oh, I, you know, obviously. I mean, Bill Burr would love to test his his mind and stuff, but uh, you couldn't imagine being more accomplished. Did you just say he's a test pilot, not a Bill Burr? Yeah, not like Bill Burr. Flies. Bill Burr's a pilot. Yeah. Bill Burr's a pilot. Yeah. I helicopter mean, pilot. No, This no guy is an astronaut, and Bill I, Burr is a comedian who has a helicopter license. I'm sure this guy knows how to fly helicopters. Yeah, yeah I would assume I'm he sure does, too. I'm sure he does, too. And it's crazy. I would assume that Bill Burr doesn't know how to fly a plane, though. There's a road. Nor go to space. Plane, I wonder. I think it's two different licenses. I just think it's about... Like, you know, Harrison. Harrison Ford is a pilot. So is John Travolta. Like, so... Harrison Ford... Uh, uh, there are more pilots than cowboys and aliens. This guy is just like a top gun fighter pilot guy. This guy did a whole bunch of shit. Yeah. yeah. And he's uh, open-minded as being a Christian, but like doesn't know if there's aliens. Like- oh yeah. That's what I meant to say. I think there is like, okay, if you're religious, isn't there a way to like rationalize out um, everything? No, no. So there's God and God creates man who then or sorry god creates um like the beginning of man and then lets it go it doesn't have to be like the adam and eve do you know what i mean what created god what created god social media well what does that mean well that god created everything yeah if you believe that before god created everything well, before the Big Bang, how what did, was how there? Did God what come was to there, God? Kamar? I wasn't there, but you know what I mean. That, that's the argument of infinity or whatever. Like, God is their stop point. There just was God, and then there was everything, uh-huh. right? Or there was something made God, or there was God nothing, made everything. and then there was everything. Like you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If the it seems Big more Bang, like a simulation. 
right? Like one guy just sitting around, like think about what you're saying is like, there was just a guy or an entity or a feeling. And then he felt like there should be stuff and created stuff. And how long was that time before he created, you know what I mean? Created the, decided to create the stuff. What was he doing? Was he sitting on the back of the porch? Oh, and did it take him all this time to fit? Like, it, it, I don't I know. I think I'm going to make the universe. It's just, there are, there are not supposed to be yeah, that's definitive weird to answers about, to these eh? questions. Because. But that's always been your argument is you're like, if you believe in the simulation, then you kind of believe in religion because it's kind yeah. of the same, right? Yeah. It's a creator yeah, yeah. of some sort. It doesn't matter what you call it. It's what created the simulation. It is not the same because Simon, at one point you could say like you could, whoever created the simulation also created evolution. So evolution is still a real thing within the simulation, right? Yeah. That's what I'm saying though. But that's where the God thing is a bit, you got to parse it out a bit. Why? Well, I guess if you're looking at the creator as God, like the creator of the simulation as God. Who created the creator? Well, a good question yeah, that's the one i mean it's a paradox but what came first the chicken or the egg it's clearly the chicken no i think it would be the egg it's the egg the, it's born from the egg first yeah but how does the egg get there god made it dude okay, so there like, we yeah. get fucking get up to speed so why so scientific or the aliens left it there i guess we're done that's what i should have gone this with. podcast blew me away i give it a five wow yeah Wow, I give it a four and a half for sure. I, this was a great one. Also, it out was of le- so good. It was man. also out of left field. Like you know, it was one of those ones where you're like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" And you read the blurb, and you're you're just expecting. That's exactly what I'm like, saying. I don't want to say I was expecting stale bread, but like I just wasn't expecting this. I was it expecting was expecting re- the plumber. Yeah, well, I give it a four <laughs> two five. I've heard. Oh, that's pretty I've much. Heard, um, the other two astronauts. You know what I mean? I, th- I think I probably gave Hatfield a five two. I didn't like Hatfield. You guys, we, loved we didn't Hatfield. do Hatfield. We yeah, did we did. It's a throwback. Yeah, throwback. Oh, it was a throwback. And I think no. we loved it. You loved it. Exclusively on the Patreon. Um, no, I, I, I love this podcast. Yeah, this is a great podcast. And uh, it was a great way to end the week. And I totally thought it was going to be something else. And uh, Yeah, Yeah, if you were going to listen to one this week, this would probably be the one. But it was a short week, so you should probably blast through. This one or Mariana Zellers. You can leave Bill Burr out. No offense to Bill. I was thinking about how... You sound um, like Fox News talking about Ron Paul. <laughs> last week, we had the lovely rock climber. Yeah. And Emily uh, Harrington. We were talking about how... Could you imagine sleeping on the side of a mountain? Imagine sleeping in space. I'd rather sleep in space than up a mountain. I'm actually with Simon. I feel like it would be super comfortable. No gravity. No, oh, just, you, you know how you're getting home? So you trapped in space that first night you... You're not- just talking about sleeping. I'd rather yeah. sleep zero gravity. Yeah, you didn't mention trapped. Am I trapped in space? Because I'm not trapped on the mountain either. Well, I can if, get down. If you're trapped on the mountain, you probably could be able to sleep. If I'm trapped on the mountain, why am I bothering to sleep? I'm just going to throw myself off the mountain. But if you've gotten halfway up, you can climb the other half, can't you? I guess. But it's more realistic that you're going to well, get I mean, up to this mountain like, before you guys get to fucking space. I was watching a bunch of those Alex Hanold videos. Yeah. So not the one where he climbs El Capitan, but there's another really famous one where he climbs, like North Face sponsored it or whatever. Here's the thing, man. So <laughs> <laughs> buckle up. No, no, but I, I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt because it's such an amazing thing that he's doing, but it's so moronic. Like you're, mm-hmm. he's so high, right? Yep. And he's halfway. Mm-hmm. And, they're literally just holding on with their fingertips. 
Like it's so nothing. One mistake and he's just falling to his death. There's no if, ands, or buts about it. It's that's you cannot fuck up in the tiniest, but it's not like don't fuck up, you're walking on a sidewalk. It's don't fuck up, you're walking on a razor's edge, you know? It's so I don't even know how it's possible, frankly, when you watch it. It's so insane and you have to be suicidal to do it. There that's just it. Well, you what have about, to what value about going to space. This okay, going to space is way less risky than what Alex had is does. It? Disagree. Is it totally disagree? You're oh, a fucking how, maniac. What, what no. are we doing You're here? Fucking what are we nuts. doing here? You are you know how many variables there are up there, Simon? It's way more variables than on the side of that mountain. Way more. I, I have to disagree i i mean i just disagree i think what he's doing has got to be like one of the riskiest things pound for pound in the world crab fishing is probably more dangerous oh, or as no. dangerous oh, than what no, he's doing Maddie, you are crazy, i'm interested to see because like crazy. all other rock climbers we wearing ropes or yes like he, in that his percentile of the activity they're all dead they're all dead. No, people with ropes die. Actually, nah, no, man. People with ropes die. Some people with ropes die. So all it, the free climbers die, except Alex Handel so far. everyone dies. Kamar, they die doing this event, this thing. So then squirrel suiting, you could say, is just as dangerous as what Hamhole does. Okay, I guess. Because they all yes, die. Yeah, I guess that's pretty fucking close, too. You'd, you'd have to have a ratio of space launches to rock climbers. Oh, so what I was what I was how many so many more rock climbers. What I was getting at, Maddie, with the Hanold thing was was so you get halfway up. (laughs) Yeah. And you give up. You know what I mean? Like you just you have a breakdown. No ropes. ropes. You're like this, man. And you're like, oh fuck, like I'm in a spot where I cannot go any further. That it's not in me. I'd have to take a leap that's far beyond what I can do. And I can't go down. So like, what's your play there, you know? You, I mean, you have to commit. You're either going to hold as long as you can, or you're just going to turn and jump. Like, no, the, real, yeah. the real question is, what happens if, like, something catastrophic happens up there? Halfway up. Like, what you're talking about. Like, you're halfway up, and maybe you, I don't know, you cut your arm. or no, I'm, I'm You just, break a finger. Uh, you know what I mean? It gets stuck in a You have explosive hole. diarrhea. I mean, obviously, you just keep climbing through that, I guess. But he was addicted to his girlfriend. Well, listen, that could be a huge. You diarrhea. It all goes down your. I'm being serious yeah, now. Yeah, your Comes foot's out slippery your, as fuck. All it takes you have shit everywhere. Dude, It'd be worse to have diarrhea in space. It is a crazy thing, and to It'd be worse to have diarrhea in space. Diarrhea in space. I. I mean, that is a real disaster. They poop for sure. into bags. I don't think. Yeah, but if you were just like imagine going you're, for the bag, you're mid sleep, and all of a sudden it's just like, oh yeah. I mean, Kamara's right. Then you have. Oh no, there could if you don't get to the. Bag, oh, it's yeah. And I wanted to say one thing Barfing about too. Um, Terry Vert. He had a bit of an unsettling cough. I mean, not that I should talk, but did you notice that? You no. can't say anything. We all cough throughout the whole podcast, and I don't edit any Maybe of it. Maybe he out. was smoking weed off camera. Well, I just wonder as a as a astronaut. If he smokes healthy, weed, oh, I don't oh. know what. It, maybe he smokes Maybe he's got the vid. Maybe, he, maybe Joe didn't test him. Is he still an astronaut? He's a professor at he Harvard. Retired now. Yeah, don't know. He's a professor. He's he su- wrote a book. He directed a movie. This is the best bookseller I've heard in fucking ever. Well, I gave it a five, so yeah. 
I don't know if I don't know if I want to read a book someone wrote in two weeks though. It seems a bit rushed. It's okay. I got what I needed from the podcast. I did too. I like Terry though. Good guy. He was a good guy. Mars mad at me now. No, 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 not at all. I'm not giving him like Hotep Jesus money. Go fuck yourself. Only Kamar's given that kind of money out. I might, I might buy it for a present for someone. Please, not me. Um, are we done then? We all rated them? Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and then we did a little something after. Okay. Uh, well, thank you so much for watching. We hope uh, you enjoyed the show. If you're still here, that's absolutely incredible. Uh, there are a few important things to note. We have an Instagram and a Twitter. We don't use either of them, really. Um, but they are there. It's uh, Twitter or Instagram.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. You can follow Kamar on Instagram. At Kamar Babar. For the weather. You can also follow him on Twitter. At uh, Kamar Babar. I, sorry, I, I didn't mean to interrupt. I should have said something. I also want to say uh, follow up for the post, Joe. Let's come up after because we're going to talk about um, Andrew Schultz and his Netflix special. Andrew Schultz got a Netflix yeah. special. But that's for the post, Joe. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt you. That's Carol. fine. Um, we have a Patreon if you want to... Uh, donate to us you can do so at patreon.com slash jree podcast you can do so for as little as five dollars a month just help support the show help us upgrade some shit pay for some shit this that and the next it's not free or easy to do this and of course the youtube please help us get to 1000 subscribers go to youtube.com slash jree podcast hit subscribe and then you don't ever have to go back again you've done your duty (laughs) that's it you don't even have to watch shit we don't really care we just want to get to a thousand so that we can start making 10 cents a video uh is that it did i miss anything sounds about right right everyone have a great christmas yeah we hope you're having a half uh happy Happy holiday happy and safe holiday indoors by yourself alone yeah socially distanced responsible mask wearing holidays yep and uh big shout outs to our sponsors betterhelp and lucy.co go check them out and uh that's it thank you so much for listening we hope you have a great week weekend and as usual keep your eyes open